Blog Talk Radio. tonight for y'all because listen okay your girl has had quite quite the weekend so I said you know I'm gonna make sure I come on here to uh, tell y'all give y'all my little thoughts on Black Panther and talk about my week and all of that Dave Chappelle Saturday Night Live Kanye all that stuff okay so y'all I hope y'all had a wonderful weekend Oh, my goodness, let me tell y'all, my week, it's crazy. I'm excited. So coming up, November the 19th, if you're in the Texas area at UTA, University of Texas, Arlington, in a fine arts building, uh, stage 143, I am making my debut directing. So I am so excited. Uh, I'm directing this play called King, short play called King Arthur Socks. And it's been coming together really well, so I am so excited. And if you guys want to come out and see it, you know, feel free to. There's two shows on the no- November the 19th. There's a 1.30 show and a 7.30 show. And it's also packed in with other short so- shows from other student directors. So really, it will be really, really good. I think the uh, person in my class, John, he's directing Angel and Trude, so I'm sure that's going to be great. So make sure you guys, uh, if you guys can, come out and see it. Okay, so King Arthur Socks. People have been asking me what it's about. It's like a take on Lancelot, uh, King Arthur Tales, but it's modern. Well, it's not made modern, but it was made in the 19, it's like a play from the 1920s. We set it in the 1920s, and it is a play surrounding uh, infidelity. <laughs> it's really good. So, uh Hopefully you guys uh, get a chance. It's kind of humorous, uh, so I'm hoping everybody uh, some more comic, comic, comedian, uh, comedic uh, vibe going on. So I hope you guys get to come out and see it. Okay. Oh my goodness. So and then what else is going on? Okay, y'all. So I'm heading to 
uh, almost the end. I'm, you know, there. I'm almost at graduation. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm getting more and more excited. Let me just say, so I was talking about this year for me. Like 2022 has been like a dope-ass year. I really can't say <laughs> It's been really, really good. God bless it. The good stuff is going to continue. Thank you. But, um, and it's been some, you know, crazy stuff. You know how you have extreme highs. You'll have great highs in your life, but you'll also be experiencing some low things. You know, that's just life. Yeah, so that's <laughs> that's kind of what's, that's kind of what's going on with me right now. You know, uh, experiencing extreme Highs, you know, uh, not extreme highs, but great highs. Um, man, this has been such my last year has been such a year of growth, and it was so fun because I had a teacher just tell me the other day how much she was proud of me. You know, she's telling me how you know when she saw me in these classes, she wasn't sure if I was going to be able to handle. I'm like, what? So she's like, wow, you know, you you you've met the occasion. So I was really excited. Excited to hear that I had some crazy things happen this week. I don't know, just a lot of things. But I'm I feel really really good. So let me tell y'all. Saturday, I went on my first audition that I have ever, I have had in a long time. Okay, I mean you know because I have an audition showcase class, so I have to go on auditions. And so I was like, you know, I haven't been in auditions in years. And so it was, like, so cool. I had a really, really great – I don't know if I got the job, but it was really fun. I, and, and it was so fun because I, I did the reading, and then they called me back and asked, right while I was there and asked me to read again. So, you know, you never know. But it was really cool. I had – Fun and you know what? My nerves wasn't acting up. Anything. It was just so. I I felt so great. I was so proud of myself for doing it. I was like, oh yeah, I'm back in this. I'm back in this thing. I can get back. <laughs> so it was. It's it's really good. It's so. It's been exciting like that. So I won't know. I I don't know yet if you know if I got it or anything. But here's the thing. What was so exciting for me is because. Um, it had been like quite a while since I had done our audition, and you know, it was like, yeah, like, yeah, I'm good at this. <laughs> so I, it, it was like a reawakening, okay, of myself. So I, I was very excited and happy for the uh, the moment of going back and doing something that I was like, you know. Coming into the year, I took this class called, I've taken these classes for my last year that have been high-intensity classes, and one of them are for theater and, you know, to graduate, and one of them has been this audition showcase class, and it is pulled a lot. <laughs> and so, uh, you know, um, but it's also been one of the greatest, like, experiences ever, and it's, it's helped so much with growth. So I guess, you know, if I have, I don't know, I'm not, I really don't have it. It's a word. Look at me. I keep not having it. It's a word. It's okay because I, 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 didn't, I don't have one that I had prepared, but I have one for y'all now. My it's a word for y'all this week is, you know, sometimes, what can I say, my week, 
sometimes, you know, your growth phases can happen in the most unexpected ways, right? You know, I feel like this year it's been just like, wow, one of one of growth for like leaps and bounds. I mean, man, I just can't even. I, it's been really like a very uh, powerful year, challenging but powerful. So I, so sometimes what I, I guess what I'm saying to y'all for y'all, it's a word is that sometimes. Um, Great things can come from challenges. I guess that's one of them. And also um, the most unexpected things can happen at a time where you didn't expect them. Good things, right? You know what I'm saying? And uh, and and the things that you seem like you think you're afraid of, they're really not that big. It's really not that big of a deal. <laughs> Trust me, you know, feel the fear and do it anyway. All right, so I yeah, it's really never as big of a deal as you make it. All right, so that's my it's a word from what my week has been like. That's all I got. I don't know. I don't have idea. I hope I hope it's it, it it's good for somebody out there. Okay, it was so funny because it was a couple of my girlfriends that just wrote me, you know, wishing me a belated birthday from out of town. And we were like on our group thing, and I was like trying to catch them up to everything because we hadn't talked in a while. So I'm sending them pictures, I'm sending this, and they're like, oh, my God, I'm so proud of you and stuff like that. And then as I'm sending them pictures, I'm sitting there going to myself, oh, my God, a lot has happened <laughs> so fast. And it's all happened at the big five oh. It's crazy. I don't know. You know, this is kind of a weird, <laughs> it's a it's a weird uh, 50. It's, a weird, it's like um uh, Things I felt like should have happened at 25 are happening at 50. It's strange. I always say God got jokes. <laughs> so, yeah, so really good. So I'm excited. I was excited about my audition. My audition was really with great people. Uh, you know, it was really a nice uh, theater. The play is awesome. I don't really know if I should say anything about the play yet or whatever. But if I get it, I'll tell you all. But I, it was, I mean, it was a really nice, great place to go for my first time, like, coming back into acting auditions because, you know, it's like, wow, this is something. I, I, started, I started doing acting when I was, like, 12 or 13, my granny, okay? And I was an extremely shy kid, and I went and I, I, I did this play at school, and one of the teachers had told my grandmother at a parent-teacher conference, and my grandma was like, who? <laughs> my grandma couldn't believe She's like, Kiki, is a play, a uh, went to audition for a play? Because <laughs> I, I was super quiet. So, like, within two days, I was, I, I, within two days, true story, I was in a theater for the young, like, two days later in Kansas City. I was like, what the hell? <laughs> and I started my acting career, like, that, right, like, that fast. It really, and it really helped. I didn't realize how much it would help me get out of my shyness and stuff. It didn't really work until 17, but I still had, uh, I had done a lot of acting by then. So, and then, you know, as I got older, did some stuff here and there. But it was like, you know, it's really great. Then I stopped for a long time. So it's really great to come back to it. I'm excited. I'm excited. Who knows? You never know. You never know, okay? And I love theater. So theater is, 
it's my thing. I really like it. So it's fun. Yeah. Okay. It's all good. So I wanted to tell, share that with y'all. All right. Okay. What else this week? I... Oh, and y'all pray for me because it's almost graduation. Yeah, I'll take y'all prayers. Thank y'all. <laughs> All right. And, uh, okay, so I was watching Handmaid Tales. I just watched, uh, what was it, 10 last night. Oh, my God. I think I cried a couple of times in the last couple of episodes. I mean, it hasn't got, it's just, it, we're in the, like, episode, I mean, episode 10 was the last one they showed. Oh, my God, there's so many things happening in the Handmaid Tales. If you're a Handmaid Tales fan like me, you're like, yeah, it is a lot happening. So it's a really good show. I've I'm been enjoying it. I I don't I, I'm not gonna spoil it for you guys by talking about it. But if you haven't watched the last two episodes so far, and I, it's not, this I think we're getting into the season finale is next year. I think there's a season six that's coming up or whatever. So it's exciting because we're close to the finale of. Handmaid's Tale, and it would be it's so interesting to find out how it all ends up, okay? So, yeah, so I just wanted to let y'all know I was back to watching that. The Crown came out. Okay, The Crown is back out. The new season. So far, I'm on the third episode, and I feel like it's moving slow. I feel like it's moving slower than other seasons. I mean, I know this is a real-life story, but I feel like this is – it's like, I don't know, I don't know. I don't know why I feel like it's slow. <laughs> Even though I know what's going to happen. I feel like the shit's slow. I don't know what's going on. But the crown is back, and I'm excited. So I feel like it was starting to pick up again, pick up, you know, about three. So let's, we'll see, okay? We'll see how it goes. So that's what I've been watching. So I won't I won't spoil that for you guys, but, you know, just so that y'all give y'all a heads up because I may start talking about it in a couple of weeks to crown. Okay, so this weekend I also got to go see Black Panther, Wakanda Forever. And, you know, y'all know how I feel about Wakanda, okay? I'm, I was, you know what I feel? You know the most exciting part? I'm going to spoil. If, if you haven't seen Black Panther, Panther, Wakanda Forever, please, you might want to turn me down right now. I'm be, it's going to be a spoiler kind of episode, okay? Because I'm going to kind of do a review of it. But let me just say this. My favorite part was the Killmonger appearance. Because I'm a Killmonger fan. <laughs> I feel like he makes the most sense. <laughs> but also, but here's the interesting thing. I uh, I also, we'll, I'll talk about the Chadwick Boseman, uh, Boseman and how they uh, sent him off. And, uh, you know, because he passed away. Y'all know that Chadwick Boseman passed away last year. He was a star back a couple years ago. As long as it been? How long? I forget. But a few a while back um and uh they made a tribute they kind of tri- you know made tributes to him throughout and so i'm going to talk about that a little bit uh and probably where the franchise is going a little bit later on we got to talk about the democrats pulling okay i just want y'all to think let me just say this and this is not because i'm a because people get mad at me and start saying oh it's because you you know you act like a republican no i'm really serious y'all got to think about this inflation's high food prices i mean inflation's all over the place food gas uh rent everything and the democrats happen to get back maybe where they have control they've gotten control back of the senate and perhaps maybe the house 
Do I believe that? No. I believe elections can be rigged. And I don't believe it's just when Repub- when Democrats go against Republicans. I believe it could be the uh, it be it be the other, it's been the other way around too throughout history. Sometimes, oh, do I? I don't think America is so bright that it can't be rigged. Elections can't be rigged. I I think we are in a time now where we have these big powers that be who are seeking to definitely control the destiny of America and the people within and the people around the world. So to me, you have to have your third eye open to this kind of shit. I know most other shows will say, this is crazy to say the elections is rigged. I don't. I don't say it ain't about being sore loser. It ain't about nothing. Because y'all wasn't saying that Democrats, y'all wasn't saying that shit when Bush was, uh, when Bush became president and y'all was talking about they was getting, uh, uh, they they, they dumped them all in the water. Conspiracy theories just don't stop because of your your party loses or your party conspiracy theories can be all around in any party both parties because the powers that be run both of them anyway okay so it's a very interesting thing and it's one thing i don't believe i don't i feel like we are in the most deceptive um strange Add that on top. Add on top the end times right now. I think we are in. We are. We are in a strange state right now. A very vulnerable state. The world is, and particularly the United States. We're in a very vulnerable state spiritually, mentally. Everything, and I feel like it is easy to create chaos and um, mental anguish and breakdowns among the people, and I feel like that's just what these uh, people who who are in control or who like to think they're in control, who are the great opportunists of the world, would love to happen. Right or out of chaos, you know what I'm saying? It's crazy out there. It's nutty, okay? Um, so we'll talk about that, how the Democrats pulled it off. We'll talk about Kanye West and some of the <laughs> – Kanye, what? You know what? Let me just say this, okay? Dave Chappelle – wait, let me let me start with Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle did a Saturday, Saturday Night Live um this week, and let me just say, you know, y'all talk about conspiracy. You know, a lot of y'all be telling me about celebrity. I've had all kind of people give me all kind of conspiracy theories about celebrities and about, you know, y'all even be telling me, oh, like I had a friend of mine call me, uh-uh, no, 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 you know, uh, uh, all of them in it and stuff like that. I was like, not my boo, not Maxwell. <laughs> And he was like, he be covering up his eye shit too. <laughs> right? So, like, I would, here's the thing. I know something goes on in Hollywood. I know they do some kind of shit. I don't know if they doing rituals. I don't know if they doing those 666. I know they dumb as fuck if they up there playing with the, playing with the uh, uh, demonic energy in any kind of way. Because if you don't know what the fuck you're doing, <laughs> oh, you can get ugly out in these streets. But. Do I think it's a possibility that you got these, that celebrities is in some shit? Nah. 
Because if you if you if you know anything about the history of Hollywood and occultism and and Aleister Crowley, the Golden Dawn, uh, all these things, it's not far fetched. So when Kanye West said stuff this week, people was like, you know, it, the, all the conspiracy theories, theorists on Twitter and stuff was going all out of all shit. He just signed his death warrant. People was, you know, saying all kinds of We, we don't want to speak that over him. I pray over the brother, his protection and everything. But he said some wild shit, and I don't think Kanye crazy. No, but Dave Chappelle, did, going back to Dave Chappelle, he did a brilliant monologue. On SNL And a lot of times With Dave Chappelle it, You know With the conspiracy theory thing I'm not sure Where he, st- where he stands He's like a red herring You know Because y'all You know From what y'all tell me About the conspiracy theories Out there I would look at Dave Chappelle Middle ground Because he be hanging around Jay-Z and all them Y'all say they Illuminati Right But he Even though he's a Kind of Edgy guy Right I don't know, but his 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 SNL thing, I think it's one worthy of talking about. So we'll talk about that too tonight, and we'll talk about uh, you know the world is a crazy place. They just made a gaming system that where people really get killed if they get killed in the virtual world, then they really get killed. Like in the real world, I'm like, who want to play that shit? <laughs> who want to play a video game? Were you actually, I guess there's some of y'all wild motherfuckers out there, but really, we we are losing our mind. We are we are actually, we don't lose, we are losing our mind, okay? But we'll talk about that. And we'll talk about Beyonce may have another movie in the can. Lord, for real? Hold on. Let's just pray. It's a full musical. No words delivered. Oh, I'm just kidding, Emma. Well, here's what we'll pray. We'll pray that it's a full musical unless she's had those intense acting lessons. You know what I'm it's a, it's, it's a, I mean? But let's not act like, don't y'all act like Beyonce is the best actress, okay? Shit. But if she's had some intense acting lessons, Hell yeah, then let's see it. Let's see the movie, okay? So we're going to talk about that, Beyonce possibly having a movie in the can. I don't know what the hell they was talking about. I'm going to be reading the article at the same time. But we're going to talk about that. A whole lot more, a whole lot of stuff we got to talk about, y'all. I'm going to try to catch up with y'all. But meanwhile, my favorite thing to do, we got to play a nice uh, song for y'all. So let's start it off with, what am I going to start it off with? You know what? I love this song. Old song, old school, Donnell Jones, you know that I love you. It's the Carolina Chatwood Show. I'll be back in a moment, y'all, okay?
got nothing to prove if the pressure too hard and baby I could turn it loose. It's good time, tell me baby what you waiting on. Your eyes say they don't wanna be alone, I want you. You want me to oh Are you eating on there? Yeah. 
I got a messy show. It's messy. You know, it's cool. <laughs> so I might be smacking y'all here, but y'all be all right. Okay, so it says Democrats celebrate election results has rejection of GOP, uh, GOP extremism. Okay, this is according to uh, MSN.com. It says Democrats on Sunday were celebrating retaining their majority in the Senate after uh, Senator Catherine Cortez Mastro was projected to win re-election, even has control of the House remain under undetermined. Uh, her victory secured the 50th Senate seat for Democrats and quashed Republicans' hopes of taking control of both chambers of Congress, as many had predicted in the weeks leading up to the election. When far-right Republicans said they knew better, I knew we would prove them wrong, Cortez Mastro said in a victory speech Sunday. The election... Nevadans rejected the far-right politicians who working to divide us. We rejected their conspiracies, their attacks on our workers, and their efforts to restrict our freedoms. Well, I wouldn't say you rejected them. You, it, it remains the same. It's still a deeply divided thing. And I really personally don't believe it. I, and I'll talk about that. The Democrats are winning these elections like that. I just don't believe it, uh, especially with the times. Uh, with the Senate runoff in Georgia next month between Senator Raphael uh, Warnack and Republican Herschel Walker, Democrats have had a chance to pick up a 51st seat, a stunning seat in midterm election year that typically does not favor the party in power. The developments have prompted some frustrated Republicans to call on Senate Minority Leaders Mitch McConnell to clearly lay out Republican agenda and delay their leadership elections that are scheduled for Wednesdays. Okay, for Wednesday. Let me just tell y'all my conspiracy theory, Carlotta 101, okay? Um, I don't think we no longer live in a world of Republicans and Democrats. For you, we live in a world of Republicans and Democrats because it's theater for you, okay? And some would say it's always been theater, right? Parties have always been political theater and banter. But I really more so think now it, we are living in the times of political theater because we, I feel like it is more heavily controlled by elitism more now than ever before because they are pushing fast an agenda that what some would call New World Order, uh, globalism, whatever you might call it, Okay. And in the world, listen, I'm not against the world all coming together in harmony. Uh, you know, I like to buy the world a code. Remember the song, Teach Them Harmony? Oh, yeah, it's not nothing wrong with that. However, um, it is a problem when certain people, are, certain powers that be, are manipulating certain things for more control and more power over humanity. And I really feel... That that is what you're seeing now. I think you're seeing an extreme push towards what some would deem as new world order, a new world order front, a new world of globalism, a new world where um, where uh, they create order out of chaos. And I think that especially even and, and, and here's the thing. Sometimes we have strange heroes in, in stories, like Donald Trump. I don't think Donald Trump is the greatest, but I also think Donald Trump is one of the things that uh, may be standing in the way because of his stance 
on globalism and everything, might be standing in the way of that happening. He's a dinosaur. Well, he seems like a dinosaur when it comes to the New World Order and New World Order politics. Has we go into a world where American citizenship and sovereignty of America is no longer that important, right? Um, I feel like, this is my conspiracy theory, that Donald Trump is being set up as the party failure right now. And neocons, who used to be over the party, when we talk about neocons, we're talking about George Bush, Dick Cheney, crew, all that. They were so bad. When Barack Obama came in to take over, the Tea Party was growing already before or the extreme right of the Republican Party was already growing. Um, what some would be calling the Tea Partiers, which would, people would say was the Ron Powell uh, position of the party, not Ron, not the, not Ron Powell's son, but Ron Powell the father. Okay, and Ron Powell had a coalition of a lot of young people, old people. Every, I mean, he had everything. Okay, um, but he always ran outside of the party. I think. I forget what Ron Paul was written, like independent, even though he was a Republican or something like that. He tried to run out of a Republican, never could win. But people like Ron Paul, I remember D.L. Hughley, and he had a CNN show even interviewing Ron Paul. So Ron Paul was very likable. He is the re- the reason Donald Trump is is because of a Ron Paul, right? And so this part of the Republican Party growing fast. Now, the neocons were, to me, were the group that was controlled, the warmongers is what I like to call was controlled by, to me, uh, some elitism, these elites in the party and stuff like that. And people, I think certain Republicans, certain Democrats started to see that that going is too far, the wars and, uh, uh, the wars that were happening under the neoconservatives like George Bush, even some of that uh, fallout from the war still continuing under Barack Obama, him not changing much of the policy from the Bushes and 9-11 and stuff like that. Um, one would look at them. I look at Barack Obama, Dick Cheney, George Bush, Hillary Clinton, Bill Clinton, all those people. I look at them as globalists. I look at Donald Trump as what a globalist nationalist, okay? So what we have here is white supremacy fighting for violence for who's going who's gonna to control the world. Will it be globalist or will it be nationalist? <laughs> mm. Donald Trump comes in on the back of Ron Paul with, um, with the tea part, with the um, – with the Tea Party rise, right, which now I think that the, Demo- the Republicans are willing to, because we're not looking at, and I hope I'm explaining this right, I hope it sounds right, this is my conspiracy theory, but because parties are no longer in control of themselves, and one would say corporations and other things, that powers that be have always controlled them, but now it's even more serious because the push to go towards certain agendas, to move towards a different type of world is on and popping, right? And it's on and popping for both parties, and you have to eliminate the guy 
who's talking about sovereignty, nationalism, putting the people that live in the United States first. Not that he's all that great, okay? There's a lot of things wrong with Donald Trump. However, he's the only one saying, hey, close up the borders. The borders don't need to be open. You know, you got you can't have um, uh, 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 you got to have some law and order in terms of border security, right? And let me just say this. I saw Cyborg. I saw messaging the other day. It was funny. I was watching Handmaiden's Tale, and there's this part where they're in um, in in Handmaiden's Tale. They they're like you know they had to create a new America, um, I believe, because Gilead took over America or whatever. If you've never seen Handmaiden's Tale, but um, it's just you, you you wouldn't understand what I was talking about. But in Handmaiden's Tale, they have this thing in the backdrop where Canadians are mad because Americans have invaded their space. They're saying, go home and all this stuff. Well, it's messaging going down there. They're trying to show that, oh, that, you know, try to, that's a messaging about immigration. But illegal immigration is different from refugee issues, okay? Refugees and illegal immigration are much different stories. So I felt like that messaging was kind of weird there. So when you're talking about refugees, you're talking about people who are coming from war-torn countries or different things like that and and needing the help. But not always just one country takes them. It's usually several countries, okay? You have to have law and order as far as immigration is concerned, or you will start to have your borders breaking down, all that stuff. It will start to be crazy. It will start to be overpopulated. There will be a lot of issues, okay? So uh, Donald Trump's the only person – Talking that it's you know, and he's a relic too, and he's also I mean like a not a relic. What's the word? He's a dinosaur compared to these guys who want to deliver uh, this different type of globalism world where words are controlled, speech are controlled, we're more politically correct and everything like that. That would be uh, the globalist, and I feel like now we're at a very crucial time to where they're wanting to get rid of guys like Donald Trump. And they will sacrifice what looks like their own parties to do so because parties are no longer important. Parties are important for you as Americans to watch that on stage. But real, the real live down politicians know that's probably no longer a factor. Now it is a world stage. I heard Dr. Umar Johnson say one time, domestic policy has already been set. It's foreign policy that controls the situations now. And I feel, I always like that he said that because I feel that too. I feel like they've got, they're, they're through with domestic policy. And now they're looking at the world of globalism, and they will sell Americans out even for that, even ride behind racism, ride behind globalism things that America have done extreme in order to uh, <clears throat> make the other party look extremist so that they can be the saviors, right? And so now I don't – first of all, I don't believe most Americans are falling for it, but I believe most Americans have don't realize how uh, fallen we are and that possibly elections are rigged now and have been for maybe some time. that we're dealing with another fight below the surface. And the fight that we're having is not Democrats and Republicans. It's globalist versus nationalism, 
elites uh, versus uh, elites controlling the world versus uh, uh, control having more controls on the world and 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 having more powers. Um, it's a very strange time, and I don't believe that the world with the, the with the with the stage of the world that's happening right now, I don't believe that people just went out and voted and let the Democrats stay as bad as it's been because of extremism. GOP's uh, extremism, both of them are at an all-time high extreme right now because we're dealing, they're at extremes because they're dealing, they're putting on a show for you up front so that you won't see the fight below him, which is foreign policy fight, globalism fight, uh, the fight for do we put, a, does does America stay the same or do we break down America a little bit more in order to gain the world? <laughs> I, I don't. I, it, I hope you guys understand what it is. I just feel like we're just at, and I, you know, I, I don't know if I really have the speech right now to explain it, but I can see it clearly. And we're just at a just a different precipice right now. I mean, just a different time that we're seeing. I think, but you know, hey. Who am I, okay? So I think that's why you see the Democrats winning, because Democrats now are the party that they're working through, that the powers that be are working through to get these things done. And I believe there are people, people, I mean, I mean, when you even look at stuff like uh, the Davos, I always encourage you all here to look at things like the Davos Conference and stuff like that. You can see where people are going, and anybody who tries to stand up against that, like say for instance, you will have an Elon Musk, well they'll be branded like a certain way. That doesn't mean they're not that way, but the other side will work really hard to brand them like racist, like they ain't racist, <laughs> right? You know what I'm saying? They'll try to brand them so bad that people will reject them or start uh, try to, like, uh, run from certain things just because they say free speech is important. Where now you have, like, the Democratic Party sometimes not even one free speech. I'm like, well, we can't let Donald talk. We can talk, but not him. His speech is extreme, right? And you're like, well, what if their speech could be extreme? You know what I'm saying? So it's they're, they're starting to be the party of controls. I mean, it's almost a wicked game because this is when they start to switch. You know, we're now the, the Republicans are becoming suddenly more progressive. It's like the switch when Theodore Roosevelt came in, you know. Uh, under the New Deal, the Democrats were the Dixiecrat Party, the party of segregation, the party of this and that. And suddenly under after Theodore Roosevelt, that started to change with the New Deal and stuff like that. And so we're at another precipice in time where they're playing these games, these party games, but behind it is something more ominous to me and my personal opinion. And you really just got to have your third eye open to see because <sighs> – I just feel like we're heading towards some crazy times, okay? And speaking of that, um, what else did I want to talk to y'all about? Um, does that bring me to, uh, we're going to talk about Dave Chappelle yet? 
Well, I'll save him for a minute in a minute. We'll get to him in a minute. But I just saw this story about, it says, Southside defends his son against white teacher who admitted to being racist. Uh, This is according to Revolt. MSN.com, it says, rapper, producer, Southside, and his son, Melo, are exposing a teacher who rec- who recorded admitting to having racist beliefs to a classroom of middle school students. Uh, captured on video by a student, uh, the Hope That Heat artist shared the footage of the outrageous truth bomb on social media on a Friday, November 11th. While curriculum addressing America's deeply rooted racism has been banned in school districts across the country, that did not seem to discourage the unnamed Texas teacher. Okay, and let me just stop this. Um, It says, while curriculum addressing America's deeply rooted racism has been banned in school districts across the country. No, it has not. Conversations about racism haven't been banned. What people banned was uh, the... uh, uh, the curriculum that uh, of of what is it called a racial uh, uh, what was the I forget the name of it uh, that they tried uh, uh, let me look at it look it up here I hate when I forget something hold on let me see um, The, uh, let me see. What was the name of that? Uh, now I can't find it anywhere. The name of the uh, the education thing they tried to um, uh, talk about. Uh, And it isn't that racism has always been uncomfortable to talk about, and I'm, students talk about it. Uh, I actually think that them trying to bring a curriculum in there almost brought attention to it to cause it to be more harder for people to talk about race, uh, racism. But uh, uh, I forget the name of uh, the curriculum they were um they were trying to bring forth in all schools that you know about racism. And they tried to ride the back of race because they always ride the back of Black Americans. What's happened to Black Americans? But what it ends up being is the the curriculum really doesn't end up being about race, but it's a, it ends up being an exploratory into other things, right? It's not, it, it isn't talking about America's racial history and the problems with Black America and what Black Americans experience. What it ends up doing is teaching other theories, other things, other st- and a lot of things parents were uncomfortable with. Now, don't don't get me wrong. There are white parents who are under un, who are uncomfortable with the discussion of racism. However, they tried to hide this curriculum, tried to make this curriculum like it was just talk on racism. Say, well, you're banning a conversation on racism when it wasn't just that. It was packed with a whole lot of other things, okay? So um, I'm for discussions about race in America because I think Americans definitely need to have more discussions on race. And I'm not for politically correctness all the time either. I'm for people being able to express themselves freely. Uh, I feel like um, 
one of the most dangerous things that's happened in America is that racists have been able to, people who are racist have been able to hide. Remember, listen, the Klan, one of the reasons they wore sheets, it was there was a spiritual reason because some people said that, you know, black people were spiritual, you know, black Americans they thought were spiritual and they, they would wear the uh the white because they might thought they were ghosts, and also to hide their identities because a lot of them were powerful people. So when you can work behind the scenes, anytime I see somebody promoting behind the scenes things, I go, uh, 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 you know, I always, I always go, well, no, don't, don't hide. When you hide a racist, you make them more powerful. But it says uh, captured on a video by a student in the hope that he already shared the footage of the outrageous uh, truth bomb. While the curriculum addressing America's deeply rooted racism has been banned, okay, we said that's not true. In the clip, teacher is seen engaging in a heated discussion about racism with the students. Deep down in my heart, I'm ethnocentric, which means I think my race is the superior one, the teacher says in the clip. Stunned, the students let out a gasp before asking him to confess he is a racist, to which he responds by reiterating that he is not alone in thinking that his race is superior. I think everybody thinks that. They're not uh, just they're just not honest about it, he added. I think everybody everybody's a racist at that level. Frustrated with the student's question, the teacher refused to reiterate that he is, in fact, a racist. Um, I forget what, I don't see what that is. Uh, how many times I got to say it? He said, damn, how many times I got to say it? He said at another point on the video, Melo told the teacher he regularly exhibits racist behavior by treating non-white students differently. You treat me wrong out of everybody, Melo said. Um, in his own post, the adolescent wrote, I have always been raised to respect my elders. My parents don't play about that at all. They still won't change. They still won't change me. I'm still going to be the same. It's just crazy what happened at my school to me and my friends. No, it's not crazy, and it's not. And I, I, I'm gonna tell you something. I like what that teacher did. That's a discussion. You taught your children to hide from race. You created a more weaker group of black kids. When black kids now hear race stuff, they be like, oh. no, it's good when somebody says, I think I'm superior to you. It lets them know what the real deal is out here. When somebody, when there's a teacher who's hiding the fact that he's racist, and he's mistreating you. You can't do shit about that. Ain't a damn thing you gonna do with a racist that's hidden. They the most powerful. This dude ain't powerful. He's giving up his power. He's giving. He's delivering those kids the best amount of truth they could ever have. He's waking them up to the world. He gave them the best. See, the daddy might be mad about it, but you got it wrong, daddy. Mom and daddy, y'all got mad about that. No, you got it right. I would have come in there and shake his hand because he delivered them the greatest amount of truth they're going to ever get. The world still speaks to white supremacy. Look around you. Shit. Y'all act crazy. Y'all act like white supremacy don't exist. Y'all act like racism don't exist. I had some shit happen to me. 
this uh, last couple of weeks ago, and I was like, ooh, I knew it was a racist situation happening. But you couldn't prove it because cause it was a hidden shit. It was some hidden shit going on. But when a, a mofo come out and tell you his truth, you got to appreciate it. I like to live in a world where there's truth, where everybody lays their hand cards on the table. See, what 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 racists learned how to do during the Civil Rights Movement, because they were being seen around the world, America was being seen as looking like monsters for having Jim Crow laws, segregation laws, and everything. That's why I hate when people take down Cyborg. I hate when people take down um, uh, 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 uh statues and stuff, and they say, he was a racist, let's take it down. I'm like, you're just erasing what America was. In 20 years, they'll be denying that statue was ever there. No, in 100 years. Leave it right there to remind America of what it was and how far it needs to go. Anybody who takes it down, black, white, pink, purple, I get suspicious of. Because I like you don't have a full understanding of what race is in America and what white supremacy is. Anybody getting mad at this teacher, you ain't got a full understanding of race. That he he actually disempowered himself by telling the students that. You know how many white teachers feel the way he do? A lot. Probably. Other races who feel the way he do, probably quite a few. It's a very interesting discussion, not one to get mad at, not one to even fire him for. I would advocate for him to stay in the room. He's disempowered himself. It's the racists who, like, whenever you see Hollywood, one of the most racist places on earth is Hollywood, and they love political correctness. Why? Because they want to hide behind that they're good. We don't allow you to call, say, the bad racist things. No, they just hiding themselves. But they movies and they policies and everything else say all kind of other shit. Can't prove it because they hiding. This man said, hey, I am what I am. It is what it is. And you can't have no great racial discussion until you have somebody that miss some fucking truth like that. Shout out to that teacher. I know, I know, y'all like, he's a white supremacist. Shout out to him for telling his truth. Because they are the ones who disempower themselves are the ones you know. The ones you can see. Ain't nothing like a hidden enemy. I'm a Scorpio, I know. (laughs) We like to be hidden. (laughs) And we love to come at you from the sneak tip. (laughs) Ain't nothing like a hidden enemy. You got a hidden enemy. A hidden enemy is the most dangerous shit ever. Right? You know what I'm saying? So that's why I say I, this this man disempowered him. He dis no, quit looking at it backwards. Oh, he's sitting up and talking about white supremacy. No, shut up and think. And be like, damn, he just disempowered himself. Yes, he did. Whenever somebody gives some deep truth, be be quiet and listen. You learn a lot. The teacher said a lot. And I admire the students for having a great conversation with them. They, I mean, but what I would have told my child when they came home, I would say he gave you the greatest bit of truth that you will ever get because you need to know that people like that exist. 
and a lot of them are in positions of power. And see, when you, you, a lot of times we're raising these black American kids, or black kids, period, but specifically black American kids with the lineage and the history of racism in this country. A lot of the new generation is being raised sometimes to not see how deep race goes. So they get surprised when they marry somebody of a different race and they might be they might be in love with them but racist towards the people in their group. They're like, oh, what? They don't know how to confront or see racism because it's a hidden thing. Because people always say, well, she's married to a black guy. How can she be racist? Oh, please, I've met plenty. Of, I've met plenty of people who have been racist towards black people and maybe married black. You know, they just might like they might have married for dick. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't mean they ain't racist. So if you, and then sometimes I don't be even dick, especially if you are an athlete or a singer or a celebrity or something like that. Shit, people will marry you for your finances, your money, your status. And a lot of these people who who don't want to see race sometimes don't investigate. And so they get surprised when they when they find out they they done had a baby with a racist. As I ain't gonna say, there's a certain actress out there who claimed her kid was her 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 she had a baby with a racist, and he was talking about her baby, and I'm like, that's on you, sis. You should. And she she had y'all know who I'm talking about. I ain't gonna say allegedly in these streets had to pay him child support. But that's because sus didn't sit and investigate. She didn't talk to him long enough. Race is so predominant, especially in American society. I even say having a discussion with other black people whom you in a relationship with, you need to talk to and see where they at mentally and spiritually because we can be sick from race issues too. And even especially from other countries and other things, have discussions to see where they at. Because you don't want your kids being, you don't want to raise a generation if you decide to have children. If you decide to have children with somebody or you decide to adopt or whatever you decide to do, you don't want them putting toxic ideas or ideas that make them weak out in the world to race. And we have a whole generation full of people that are just very, Weak to the topics of race Because racism is such a hidden thing now So that kids are so shocked And so when they confront it with the real truth Like this man is telling But this man actually disempowered himself Of his racial I mean he's still a racist But he disempowered himself by telling you the truth It's the ones that don't tell you the truth Ones who don't tell you the truth Who are in control of your jobs Who you go to to get some groceries Who all kind of stuff Okay, <laughs> fixing your coffee at Starbucks. <laughs> oh, so you got to be, you got to keep, yeah, you got to be real about the world out here. And some of y'all marry them. That's what I'm just saying. Have a discussion. Don't just let, even with, you know, like I was talking about the actress who married the man, talking about he was a racist when she had, after she done had a whole full child with him. I'm like, you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have let the dick talk to you, and you should have talked to him. Then you would have gathered that from his ass. Okay, 
So it's important to have these discussions. Like Nick Cannon right now. No, let me talk about Nick Cannon. I don't know what Nick Cannon's issue is in life, what's going on with him, but I hope he's having a discussion with these women and he's having children. It's clearly something going on with Nick Cannon. He like light bright or white. And he's running around here having but children, that's why I say it's so important that you know, I have friends who have, you know, had them ba- you know, had babies and they like, Shit, girl, girl, I should have I had one girlfriend that be telling me shit, I should have really looked at his background. I should have looked <laughs> You know, 'cause 'cause having procreating with with people who whose mentality is off and shit, wrong races and shit, it, it, it presents a whole nother different aspect when you bring children into the world with somebody like that. You know what I'm saying? So you have to ask questions. When you could potentially, somebody could potentially be a baby mama or a baby daddy, especially if about race and all this. This just made, I know we were talking about the teacher, but this is it's a full perspective. I'm just giving you all a full perspective about race out here. If you ain't got nobody who's keeping it real and don't have nothing, you might want to be like, oh, Lord, let me see. <laughs> I might not want to be, you know, I might not want to get in with you because you, you, you don't got the tools to fight. <laughs> and you ain't got the tools to give our kids so they can continue to fight and it's not only psyops of race, psyops that be happening around race and racial issues in the world and America because of America's influence throughout the world, but having the tools to survive it and to be able to discern it and to be able to have wisdom on how to move in it, you know, it's something that's really important. So I you know, I don't I'm not angry about this teacher at all. I think this teacher uh uh gave a full dose of truth. Okay. Also, um let's go oh, talk about Dave Chappelle. Let, okay, so let's get on it. Dave Chappelle was the host of Saturday Night Live. A lot of controversy around so again, Dave Chappelle hosting Saturday you think S and L didn't do that on purpose, called Dave Chappelle to host in the middle of the Kanye West stuff going on. And then people were saying that there were a lot of transgender people and stuff walking that refusing allegedly to write for Dave Chappelle during the SNL. I'm like, he don't probably need y'all to write for him. Dave, Dave Chappelle is <laughs> quite the genius. But his Saturday Night Live monologue this week was no different. I'm going to let y'all hear a little piece of it. Uh, y'all y'all can go check it out on YouTube, the full, um, I think it was like 16 minutes of, of his uh, of his Saturday Night uh um, dialogue and talking about Kanye and Kyrie and all the things that's happened this week. Pretty, pretty interesting what he said. So let's take a look. I'm gonna play pieces of it for y'all. So check it out.
35 years now. And early in my career, I learned that there are two words in the English language that you should never say together in sequence. Those words are the and you. I mean, it's 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 so hilarious the whole monologue. But he has a. Uh, let me see if I can get to another part of it. Here he goes on to talk about Donald Trump delivers some real truth bombs there about Donald Trump and everything. I mean, one of the most hilarious monologues that SNL probably has ever had. Funny. I won't play too much and more of it, but y'all got to hear it. It is hilarious, and it's a lot of truth in it. And I think that what Dave Chappelle does so brilliantly, I always say there are people who love in this day and time, especially celebrities, because celebrities always love to tell you, you know, because they want to always put behind, like, they, you know, a lot of times the celebrities, they'll have charity events and say, it's not about, you know, we out here doing something. Now they don't we really be doing nothing. They just be doing something. They assistance and stuff. We doing stuff behind and everything. But, <laughs> and, and, and it can go the other way around with people who just talk and stuff like too, that too. But I always say sometimes if you have a voice, that's all sometimes you need to have. It's one of the most powerful forms of activism that ever was. You don't, sometimes you don't even need to march. Sometimes you can just have a voice and a platform and you can move the culture. Well, Dave Chappelle is like that to me with comedy a little bit. He's like a George, uh, Carl, George, uh, uh, what was that guy's name? George Carl, uh, uh, Oh, God, I forget his name. What is his name? It's a, the old, because he reminds me of, of him a lot. Um, oh, I'll put George, what is that? George Carlin. He reminds me a lot of George Carlin. I mean, I would say Dave Chappelle would probably, to me, not the son of Richard Pryor. I mean, he has a lot of Richard Pryor in him, too. But I would say he, if Richard Pryor and George Carlin had a child, it would be Dave Chappelle. <laughs> So uh, Dave Chappelle to me is a walking, talking revolution in a quiet, really weird way. 
like how he attacked those subjects of race. He didn't really, people were saying he targeted Kanye, but he really didn't. I mean, it's, if you hear the monologue and you hear what he was saying, he was saying so much without saying it. <laughs> I love what you say. I've been to Hollywood. It's a lot. A lot of Jews. But that is just because you've been to Ferguson. You know, he said, you go to Ferguson, there's a lot of black people there, but that doesn't mean they run a place. So he goes on to say this joke, but if you're black, if you're if you're Italian, it's the mob. If you're black, it's gangs. If you're uh if you're Jew, uh, what do you say? If you're Jewish, it's best just not to, uh, uh, to say anything, act like you don't see it or something like that. It's, he says so much of what people sometimes think. And it's not anti-Semitic to think those things or to talk about those things. It's just a very powerful move. And that, in that monologue, you don't think that monologue had power? Yeah, it did. And all he was doing was standing there talking. <laughs> Pretty powerful. So you guys you get a chance to check out that monologue, which brings me to Kanye. I already talked about Kanye this week. Man, oh, man. <laughs> Kanye don't give shit no more. Kanye's just like, I'm over it. Kanye ain't giving a shit. Kanye said, I'm tired about all of it, Okay. So let's listen to a little bit of what Kanye had to say about how he can't be controlled. All right, let's take a listen. Yeah, seriously, they can't control you. They, can't, they, they, they try to suppress you, but that's how they try to categorize They can't control you. You get what I'm saying? They can control Shaq. They can control Charles Barkley. They can control LeBron James. They can control Jay-Z and Beyonce, you, but they can't control me. You see, it ain't no name I won't name. Right. It's up. You. you know what I'm saying? And just for minutes to fair I love you, but the way you read that, I took that as a slight. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I'm taking no disrespect to nobody, so let's get on the phone. Let's talk that out. I don't care who you are. I ain't taking no slights from nobody. Right? I ain't taking no slights from nobody. It's God. That's the only person that I serve. My mom ain't here. My mama was sacrificed. You understand? Michael Jordan. What about him? His daddy, right? Bill Cosby, his son, right? Dr. Dre, his son. You're out in Hollywood. A lot of people come up missing. Feels like it might be a lot of that in order to control, traumatize. They want to monetize and traumatize. And God loves me. You understand? They say, give me gas, Adidas, all that away. Still, four who hate me, right, have the right net worth 400 million. Jesus is king. God loves me. That's more important than TV in the life. That's the thing. You know what I'm saying? And, and this truth is going to be heard. Y'all can't send none of y'all meat meals, y'all puppies. That little booty, none of these things, none of these people that have to listen to y'all because they're dealing, they have legal, I never killed nobody, right? I'm the person that never killed nobody, right? But that means I can say whatever I want and not go to jail. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh, Kanye. God. Oh, 
somebody said, "Did you?" This is on Boston. They said, "Did you catch that he's throwing shade at the Carters?" Beyonce's in on um, Beyonce's in there. Clearly, Kanye wants all the smoke. No, you don't. The Carters have no smoke, and I agree with. The more, let me just say this, and I don't know who it is. I ain't saying it's Jewish people. I don't know who it. Is. But the more one thing I know for sure. <laughs> that there are controls everywhere. You know what I'm saying? And one thing I do understand is that the more you are in, the more publicity, like a Beyonce probably, here is my personal opinion about Beyonce. And I've talked about this on the show. You know, I call her the Michael Jackson without a thriller. Um, And you, when, when people invest in you, Meaning they give you like Michael Jackson. Let me let's go to Michael Jackson, who sold over and continuously has the biggest selling album thriller in history. And I think uh, like even one of the top ten top ten to fifteen albums with Bad and uh, uh, Off the Wall. So even in Michael Jackson in the in the seventies, Off the Wall was sold like crazy at the time. Michael Jackson, who they put so much money behind. Trust me, okay. At the end of Michael Jackson's life, Michael Jackson was quite paranoid. Anybody who has been listening to my show for years, you know when we did the Michael Jackson series, we had so many people on here who were Michael the MJ experts. Uh it was a very interesting thing. The legal ties, all the kind of crazy. Who you talking about? Possibly the biggest entertainer who ever lived, scared for his life. Actually, made some smart business deals towards the end. It was tragic. He and he probably more than paid whatever situation was back, right? But he was trying to get from out from being under control. Michael Jackson wanted to control. He wanted to have his own controls. And eventually, I feel like my personal opinion is that was probably what led to Michael's demise. Okay, because people didn't like him buying up publishing and all kinds of stuff. Okay. Um, people were threatened by him empowering himself as an artist. Um, so when I look at an artist like Beyonce in the age of not where you don't sell that many records and you get all this publicity and hype and you get all, and this is no diss, this is, Y'all be getting mad at me because y'all think I'm dissing her talent. I think Beyonce's good. You know what I'm saying? I'm, but it's not her performance skills and everything. It's that when you take so much, you have to be able to deliver them back so much. And in an age where you can't sell records, you will start putting your name to products and everything to pay back the powers that be. And an artist like her, I wonder how much control and power she really does have. That's why I know Kanye's not crazy. Somebody told me once a long time ago, it's the artists that don't take a lot 
<laughs> who you will find have the most power in the business. They don't look like they have the most money. They may not have the most money. They may be uh, uh, underground. They may not get as much publicity. They may not make as much many elaborate music videos and stuff like that. But they have. They maintain more control because they haven't taken in so much, right? And I thought, wow, that's crazy, right? Um, I believe Kanye in some senses. Now, are y'all out there? Now, I, you know, it's hard for me to believe motherfuckers are out there doing sacrifices. <laughs> I, I mean, you know, seriously, I, you know, but do I believe that people could possibly try to hurt people? Over financial obligations and contracts and stuff. Listen, I was talking about this one artist I saw a documentary on. I won't say her name. I've talked about it on here, though. If you probably listen to some old archive shows, you can figure out who I'm talking about. But this artist was big. She was coming up, okay? She was obviously a drug addict or an alcoholic or whatever was going on, okay? I knew on the documentary I saw of her one time, they had to push they they had so much publicity going on behind her when she came out. She was I mean, people she was everywhere. And so when you everywhere, you don't wanna fuck up by being drunk and hot. You know, they love to put put get get artists on drugs and shit because it's easier for them, you know, to take advantage of them shit. And then, you know, I feel like it's easier to kill y'all ass too if they need to. You know what I'm saying? So, uh it's like uh who's on here when Karen White was on this was it Karen White? Or when she was on here Or did I hear Shaka I heard Shaka Khan say this And Karen White talked about this When she was on our show years ago And she said uh, To Shaka Khan telling her mom The stories about the industry It scared her mom But not only that But Shaka Khan said on She's on Larry King She said she was getting so high And so drugged up You know back in the day In the Rufus days and stuff or when she was coming out solo, and she said, I think it was Shaka, don't quote me on this, uh, what she said, but she said, one of, finally, one of her managers told her, she said, he said, you know you right, at this point, you worth more dead than alive. She said, she hurried up and started getting her shit right, <laughs> because she knew what that meant. Like, you know, there are ways you can get our motherfucking money back, probably is what she thought. Listen, 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 that's a business you don't want to be drinking high and shit. Fuck that. I don't care what. If you got childhood trauma, you got, uh, 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 you know, suck some dicks in the industry, uh, gave some coochie cat away, or whatever you done did to get there, maybe allegedly, whatever, and it's traumatizing you and stuff, go get that shit, go get some therapy. You need to have a clear fucking head dealing with the motherfuckers up in that bitch, okay? Listen, and even if you got a clear head, they still can come for your ass, okay? So, listen, here's what I'm saying. When you, this is just my personal opinion. When there have been heavy investments made, you got to have a clear head. But going back to this artist I saw, they had put a lot of money in her, and you could see she was having problems. She had such bad problems. They was a concert. She was on tour. She was so fucked up backstage. One of the bodyguards had to literally push her ass out on stage, and I said, oh, shit, they're going to kill her ass. Because they done put too much money in there on her ass, and she barely can perform. 
stand for all kind of monkey monkey. I ain't saying they killed her. I'm just saying, you know, just I just my thought, my little conspiracy here was going, shit, they might kill her. Cause, I mean, because she done put, they, they, they losing money. And and this heifer is stumbling the fuck out on things. And they done put millions and millions. And, they, and it's like a betting ring, in my opinion, for some celebrities. Not all celebrities, but for some celebrities. It's like betting if you will make it. I bet that motherfucker won't make it. We can kill their ass and take more off the catalog. Well, eventually, within months of that that documentary, she was dead, and she died of the shit that she was allegedly on. And it's so easy to make that shit happen because you know you already seen people out there saying Ooh, she was, she was running around here drunk. See, you don't know if motherfuckers done gave her some drugs and gave her drunk because they like shit. It's time to put her ass to sleep. Because we ain't going to get no money. We ain't going to get our money back with her drunk ass. We're going to have to put her ass. We, we get her post-ominous. What is it? Post-ominous. Hominous. What did they say? What they did? We'll get that from that record. Y'all think they don't do no shit like that? Shit. <laughs> Just my personal opinion. I ain't saying the record company. I ain't saying who. This is a business that one time was ran by the mafia, okay? I don't know. I ain't saying. I ain't saying. That it can't happen. I'm just saying you need to have all your your moral sensibilities and shit about your ass when you out in this shit. When you out in that shit, okay? And let alone y'all talking about they got cults and shit. Kanye now Kanye talking about it was a feds and shit. Talking about y'all can see y'all puffies. You know what he's saying? <laughs> he giving up a lot of secrets. So it's a lot of allegedly a lot. Of, he could a lot of people saying, oh, he's bipolar too. I can say that could be too too too. But some of the craziest people be telling the deep the deepest truth. It's a lot of crazy people at the crazy house that really got some truth. Some people crazy, but there's a lot of people that's walking around there that got some deep truth, and they look like they crazy. Kanye strikes me with somebody who got some some truth, okay? And the shit he's saying I feel is kind of dangerous. I don't know, y'all motherfuckers covering y'all eyes, y'all throwing up. What's, they, what's, the, what's the one with they circle when they put the circle up? <laughs> what y'all say is the divine six? They be out here playing with the devil. Let me tell y'all something, though, for real. Um, let me just say this. Now they done got into occultism, which, you know, artists have always been there. But let me just say this. If you got to do all that to be what you need to be. It's like at the crossroads. Have you ever seen the the, the, the documentary about the guitar player at the crossroads? Where I forget the guy's name. Donald something. I forget his name. But people claimed back in the day that he could not play. He couldn't play guitar very well. He didn't play very good. And that he went away for about three months or something. And people, when he came back, he, he played so good. He was like one of the greatest guitar players that ever lived. I forget his name. Donald something. I forget his name. Hey, one of the greatest, because, and people were saying he made a deal at the crossroads with the devil, so he could play real well. That's a story. A lot of people say that. Have you ever seen the documentary? I forget the documentary is called. I think it's called At the Crossroads or some shit like that. I watched it one time because I like shit like that. I'm a Scorpio. I, I like occultic stuff, so I'll be watching. I'll be watching shit. Okay, but. Some of y'all motherfuckers out in the industry, y'all been at the crossroads, and the devil be calling home his dude. 
price is far too fucking high to be playing with him. Okay? I'm just telling you. You know, the devil be fooling people too. You can be talented. You really don't be talented out there. I'd be like, I gotta be saying some singers. I'd be like, who the fuck they make a deal with? Cause the devil obviously done fooled them. <laughs> Somebody told them they could sing. <laughs> he just done gave him a lot of publicity. <laughs> but let me just say this: you can make a deal with a lot of devils. Okay, y'all can be putting y'all hands up, shooing sh- 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 and all that. I mean, I see all the weird shit. <laughs> I mean, we all see it because we 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 talked about this. My mama even be telling me about she got me a stuff like that. Because my mother, my mother just really dig the industry. Because she, you know, I'm a, I we we in our family we are RT people. So um, even my grandmother has a story about uh, the industry that scared her or whatever. But we are RT people, so my mother's always afraid. She's like, oh my god. Be careful. Don't sign anything. You know, and I'm like, oh, God. You know, and stuff like that. Uh, but, and and, and, and there is not a celebrity out there. She don't think. I even have a friend, a friend of me up there talking about, you see, they threw up the sign. Oh, you should, girl, you got to quit listening to them people. Or whatever. So it's, it, 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 it may be something Kanye might not be lying. These motherfuckers might be out here and doing some occultism. Now, that's not surprising because, listen, listen, here, that's been always. Remember Jane Mansfield and all them was in the, going to the Satanist church with, what's his name? What's the, what's the man's name? What's his name? Uh, what's the, uh, what's the dude's name? I forget. What's his name? Uh, oh, not the Aleister Crowley one. I forget the other guy's name. All of them hanging out and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's like, hey, I don't know what y'all doing out there. <laughs> I'm just saying, it might be some crazy shit going on. Kanye, somebody, his mom was saying, he's talking about people missing and stuff like that. I'm like, oh, shit, maybe he ain't no lie. Even Professor Griff was up here talking, remember back in the day, he's talking about you getting that $20 million, girl, you know, you had to do some real shit. I, I wouldn't want nobody saying that about me. I'd be pissed as fuck that if I was a talent within myself, and if somebody coming out talking about I had made deals with the devils or I made deals with the occults and all these stuff, I'd be pissed because that would be just belittling my talent, you know what I'm saying? But a lot of y'all motherfuckers probably have. And that, that explains a lot. That explains why it's so bad. At least the devil used to make be y'all used to make devil deals with somebody who was talented. Now they ain't got to be talented. <laughs> That's why all y'all sound alike. So is Kanye, is it Kanye crazy? I don't know. I'm not sure for sure if I think Kanye's crazy. There may be a little sprinkle of truth to what Kanye's saying. You know? Maybe there is some weird shit going on. I told you I saw somebody doing that, uh, what's that, uh, what's the uh, left hand, right hand pass? People so stupid. They think people don't see that. I'm like, I see you. I see you. <laughs> they, be, they be out here doing some wild shit, wearing a little beads and all this shit. Boy, I'm telling y'all, they think y'all with People are on y'all. They got whole videos on YouTube dedicated to motherfuckers being witches out in the uh, industry. <laughs> Ooh, y'all 
y'all better be glad they don't sell them with trials no more. They be having y'all motherfuckers up on the with because there's too many of them that do it. Like I saw one picture where one celebrity was doing like just uh she was just covering her eye for no reason. I'm like, why are you covering your? I'm sure the photographers, the photographers telling y'all to cover your eye. Now at first I thought. You know, I was trying to be nice and say, well, maybe there is a little, you know, a little fraternity or sorority they have out here, and they call themselves, you know, musical fraternity or sorority, you know, and they try to use Egyptian lure and all this stuff. And, I, you know, that could be a, still be a possibility. But Kanye sounded like y'all might be in something else. <laughs> y'all scary. I hope y'all, 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 y'all scary bunch out there. <laughs> Hopefully y'all ain't doing. Hopefully y'all ain't doing no crazy shit. Okay. I mean, I say I'd be like certain celebrities. I'd be like they can't be in. Like you know, I'd be like, I'd be like not my boo, not Maxwell. And like my friend was like, uh uh-uh. uh, he was at the concert talking about shh and all that stuff. I was like, what that means? She talking about girl, cause he didn't want he want them to. <laughs> I got, I got all kind of people that be telling me about the, they be sending me a cult video. And it do be strange shit y'all be doing. I don't know. Y'all be throwing up y'all hand signs and stuff like that. I don't know. It might be just a little, they might be in just a little bitty, what they in? What they in? A little, uh, Kanye say, Kanye telling on everybody don't write about now. Kanye like, it's some motherfuckers, it's some, it's some shit going on up in Hollywood. I ain't like, it's some shit. Even when Dave Chappelle, remember when Dave Chappelle was on Oprah and he was like, when, no, no, it wasn't even Oprah when he was on the actor's studio. He was like, "All I'm just telling y'all, y'all gonna be in Hollywood. You know, get your, get your, get ready to get your bags packed to Africa." Like he's saying, he, and like when he was talking about Mariah Carey going crazy and Warren Lawrence, he said, "These are strong people. We just don't." He said, "We just not losing." If you ever seen the his interview on Inside the Actor's Studio, one of the best interviews ever that Dave Chappelle gave, he broke some real shit now, better than that Oprah interview. When he was talking about the shit that be going on in Hollywood, how they be trying to make people. I mean, because I think, I have to think about it. If I was the money behind, the power behind some of these artists and stuff, some of these artists, I'd be like, ooh, that fool, no, I know that fool about to lose all my money. You know, I mean, I'm just, you know, you, I mean, if I was evil, I'd be thinking like, shoot. You know he's doing them drugs. I already can't get his ass up on stage. Shit, we might, all we gotta do is give him a bad batch, put his ass out, sell these records like hotcakes, make all our money back. <laughs> I mean, don't act like it can't happen. I'm not saying it's happening. I'm just saying let's not act like you know. You see, Kanye. I mean, it's some shit going on out there. I don't know. I, it's a lot of shit going on. I done heard a lot of conspiracy theories say from y'all being clones to <laughs> so somebody told me the other day now the wildest one I done heard about Hollywood is uh uh the people as actors. Like somebody was trying to tell me that uh uh Bruno Mars was a journal of truth. I was like, Lord Jesus. I said, Father, I can't you know, some conspiracy theories are just crazy as five fucks, okay? But here's the thing. I don't find it hard to believe what Kanye is saying. Do I buy into it completely? No. But do I, do I, might I think 
that people are doing crazy shit to be famous? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, you know, when it's presented, I mean, shit, the shit looks good. I'm pretty sure, you know, it's probably hard not. And then it's when you get in and then you find out the real shit. You know what I'm saying? And then you got to be looking stupid out here, throwing up six, six signs and and people looking at you like you're crazy, you in concert, you're going, should sure, nah. <laughs> And people are like, what the fuck are you doing that for? Or what the fuck are you doing a band for? You know, people don't know what the fuck you do. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm, maybe I shouldn't laugh at it. I ain't telling the secrets. Kanye's out here telling the secrets. Shit. Kanye busted. He said, hey, he, Kanye said, it's up from here. <laughs> he ain't scared to name no name. All right now, Kanye. Shit. Prince was doing the same shit. Prince was kind of talking crazy like that, too, at the, towards the end. Shit. I, I, but, you know, Gemini can get away with that shit. That Gemini going to get away with that shit. I said, the, I was saying the other day, I said, the Gemini is the one that's probably, he might get away with that shit because he, he, cause he he just might get away with doing if it. If it is some cult, I, he may get away with saying, because ain't nobody going to touch Kanye right now. You be crazy. And then it was this interesting thing that he put out, which made it even more more believable, okay? So he talked about, let me see, where am I at? Because we got to talk about some other stuff. So I got to make sure I get Kanye in. I got to make sure I get all my topics, topics in because y'all be mad at me. I got to make sure I get Black Panther and Sherry. Okay, so Kanye was talking about his trainer and how allegedly his trainer wrote him, talking about if you don't, you know, straighten up, I'll dope you back up and put you back. Wait, wait, where's that at? Hold on, let me see if I can find it. Child, we got to talk about this stuff because it's like he out here telling some stuff, okay? Where's it at? Hmm. What time are you talking about his trainer? You got that? Hmm. Yeah, see if I can find it. Yeah, but Kanye said an interesting thing the other day. I thought it was like, whoa. Um, okay, Harley Pasternak threatens to institutionalize Kanye West back to zombie land. This is according to page six. Uh, and this was interesting because I'm like, his ass is a trainer. So it said, following his anti-Semitic rants, West shared text purportedly sent by Pasternak, who is Jewish, that began by offering a loving, open conversation with him based on the fact that Pasternak also asked his former friend and client to refrain from cuss words or crazy stuff. Second option, I have you institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and and go back to zombie land forever. Play date with the kids just won't be the same, the message continued. West 45 tweeted the screenshot Thursday and wrote that he was mentally misdiagnosed and literally drugged out of my mind to make me a manageable, well-behaved celebrity. Whoa! Now 
here's what the text said. It says, I'm going to help you one of a couple of ways. First, you and I sit down and have a loving and open conversation, but but you don't cut, use cuss words and everything that is discussed is based in fact and not some crazy stuff that dumb friend of yours told you or saw you or you saw in a tweet. Second option, I have you institutionalized again where they medicate the crap out of you and go back to zombie land forever. Play date with the kids just won't be the same. This is allegedly from his trainer. Now let me just say this because they point out that he was Jewish. Okay, I'm like Dave Chappelle on the street. On the streets. Here's what I will say on this. Because there's a group of people who just happen to be the same race that might be acting up somewhere, doesn't mean their whole race is bad, doesn't mean people are bad, Jews are bad, or something like that. That's not what we're seeing here. But if there's a problem where there's a group of people uh, that just happen to be the same race, so well, that is worth looking into, okay? But it doesn't mean all Jewish people are bad or all Jewish people are doing bad things. We got good and bad people in every race. Sometimes racial groups of people come together to do crazy things. But that doesn't mean the whole race is bad. You get what I'm saying? So, uh, but it says, this is how Hollywood trainer speaks to a far more influential black celebrity when we get out of line. Okay, so wait a minute. So I'm going to have to take my break now. So I got my break coming up. When I come back, we'll continue this discussion on Kanye West. I'll get into Black Panther and more because I'm way past my break time. So, yeah, we're going to go on break, and I will be back in just a minute. We will listen to, uh, let's see what we're going to listen to going out. Uh, Fall in Love, Estelle. I'll be back in a moment, y'all.
Cell with John Legend. Fall in love. One of my favorite songs. It's the CC Show. I am back. And we were talking about the conspiracy theories surrounding the celebrity world. The bombs Kanye dropped this week about Kanye saying his mama was sacrificed. What about Michael Jordan? Daddy, you know, how this stuff was, Kanye? It was conspiracy theorists on YouTube going crazy about what Kanye said because it's people that have been out here select speculating about the celebrity world for years and occultism or what they belong. Because you know, a lot of people think that a lot of celebrities are witches and occult people and stuff like that. <laughs> they do. I'm not. Like, you remember the girl, the drummer that said she was running around here talking about Beyonce, uh, you know, was a witch. It's, it's all kind of you know shit out there, okay? So, um, but I was talking about before uh, about when he, about this trainer. This trainer who allegedly threatened to drug Kanye is apparently a trainer to a lot of celebrities. So, I mean, what celebrity athletic trainer is running around here giving people drugs, drugging them up, and threatening them, putting institutionalizing them. So is it true out here about these handlers that celebrities have? Oh, my God. Are we getting into some deep shit? Maybe the FBI needs to check this shit out? Oh, shit. Scary shit. Wow. I would say this, though. Don't let nothing stop you from what you're supposed to do in life, though. But God got for you. Because, you know, can't no demon stand up against what God got for you. If you're a person who wants to be an actress, a singer, dancer, whatever, you ain't got to get in with food. There's a number of ways you can sing, dance, act, and you ain't got to get in no cults. You ain't got to throw up no signs. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? You can do what where uh, plenty of things where God where God will have you do not have to if there is such a thing out there selling your soul you do not got to sell your soul okay okay that's how I'm just saying it for people out here I don't know what's going on with Kanye but I do know that is a thing a lot of people have talked about this you know here's the interesting thing there is something going on. I mean, I don't think Professor Griff was just talking shit. I really don't. I really don't think he was just talking that. No. You know what I'm saying? I think, and, you know, and there are other people in the industry who have come out and said things about things like this. So, obviously, there is something going on. Yeah. Like, like my mom, we be laughing about this stuff all the time. My mother thinks like it's so much occultism, and I mean not occultism, but weird like evil occultism. Because there's some good occultism. That's a whole other story. But evil occultism that happens in the industry, like the industry. My mom talks about everybody. She even talk about my family. You know I love. She talk about Janet. She talk about she now she loves Janet. But she was she be saying stuff about her. What's that little symbol? She <laughs> I got my ass questions about everything. All right, like you know, I right, she thinks Maxwell's a warlock. Thank you. You might be under a spell. You that's why you probably went to Holland concert. Damn. <laughs> no, 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 no. She's for real. She's for real. Be careful. 
Man, I think. <laughs> Let me figure y'all riches up there in that industry, boy. And it may be so. You never know what's going on, okay? And people, you know what? I think a lot of times a lot of these celebrities, sometimes they they don't probably know, understand fully what their practice is. Some probably do. Some probably are very uh, 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 well uh, versed in the occult and well versed in if they light candles or, you know, uh, uh Lighting juju boards and all this, whatever y'all do with shit. I mean, you know, they hey to get what they want, and that's y'all business. I wouldn't fuck with that shit. But you know, listen, I mean, because to me, it's when you are not that I don't know about that stuff. That's I'm not telling y'all that. I'm not saying I don't know. What I'm saying is that it is um, it's like down south. My grandparents and stuff, you know, black people down south, we used to go to certain people's houses and stuff. Like, girl, don't you be eating that food? Don't you eat that food? You know, like certain people when we used to go visit back in the, when I come when I was little, we go back down south in Arkansas, and I'm like, girl, don't you eat that lady? Girl, she's a, she's a, uh, she's a witch or something like that. Because, you know, they was running spells and stuff back in the day. You know, lighting like love spells and love candles and shit like that. Only thing about shit like that is that I tell people is that shit can backfire. You know what I'm saying? It ain't shit to play with. And it's the same thing about career, occultism, playing any, you know. You know, and there, you know, there are different forms of it. Even when I was growing up, I grew up in a house. My grandparents were very spiritual, Christian based, okay? But my grandparents also liked other things, you know? So, um, I mean, we had a, like, you know, our basement, we're still there, actually. You know, we, we would have, a, my grandparents had an altar, and they would like green candles for money, uh, red candles for certain things. Uh, prayer. They have little things. And it was, some of it was a cultic. <laughs> Even though they were Christians, they were still doing something like Station shit, right? Uh, you just have to be very careful. If you practice that shit, I, you know, listen, I wouldn't put no love cell on nobody. You know, I'll be telling people, I'm a Scorpio. I am the love cell. <laughs> but listen, if I mean, love cells and shit, you better know what you're doing. Because you can fuck somebody out. I remember in the country, I used to, I'd be, I remember seeing people when I was little, and I'd be like, dang, you know, they'd be out there about somebody, and they'd say, that's good, that kid, that chick done put that love cell on them. I'd be like, what? What's the love cell? They be talking about how women will put period in people's food and all that kind of stuff. You got to be careful. You be to mess around and got the wrong kind of juju. You know, raise up hell. That's why I tell people, you know, be careful. All right. Just watch your back. Watch yourself. Watch yourself. You celebrities out there. Y'all, Kanye talking about y'all playing games out in these streets. Y'all better be careful. That's what Kanye you know, talking about. Jesus love me, Kanye out and Jesus. So Kanye, like, I need to cleanse because they up here doing some wild shit. Kanye, I don't think Kanye is lying, okay, on some of the stuff. Some stuff that he might be out there. Some stuff he may be regurgitating internet theories. But are they theories now? I don't know. Crazy, okay? Interesting. All right, so let's talk about Beyonce. Uh, they said a new rumor is making rounds that a secret Beyonce film is on the way, one tied to her latest album, Renaissance. Okay, 
Listen, we know there's a visual in the can. Now, why she's holding that shit? I thought I thought that y'all was, gonna, y'all was talking about she had a movie coming out. I was like, oh, hell no. <laughs> but if it's a musical, I'm here for it, okay? Listen, it says, Beyonce, this is according to uh, MetroWeekly.com. It says, Beyonce's new album, Renaissance, has been out for several months now. And uh, the set's lead single, Break My Soul, is even older, but something's still missing. In a move that is decidedly strange for the singer, no visuals were ever released, not for the single, any song on the full length, or something larger that reflects the entire era. After weeks of not hearing anything from the story, many fans begin to assume this chapter of her career simply wouldn't include music videos. But now since there are many, they may, in fact, be something to watch on the way. Listen, she might be trying to fight the urge that she is a visual artist, but she is. Beyonce. You know you're a visual artist, so quit cut shit, okay? <laughs> Release the damn video or something. Your ass is visual artist. The damn Tiffany commercials because you owe Tiffany. You got to pay Tiffany back. See, I'm not we ain't talking about the, Put You need to put your visual out, girl, because you're going to be on these record companies out here. Because you know, and I know. All that hype you got for break my that old terrible break myself. You don't break myself. I mean, just, I don't even want to sing because I'm scared I might go to sleep and wake up with it in my head. <laughs> if they put some wooju on something, it's that song. You don't break myself. <laughs> I mean, I swear, I mean, I. Uh, it, it's, 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 I feel like I feel like it's a cultic. Because it repeats over and over in your head. What's needed? It says a new a new rumor has uh, popped up regarding Beyonce and visuals, and unlike some whispers about the superstar, this one seems to have some evidence that suggests it might actually be true. It all started when singer songwriter Sid posted a photo of flowers she received from none other than Be Herself. The right artist came with a note that reads, "Thank you for contributing so much to the film. I'm looking at the footage, and you're incredible. I'm grateful, B." Sid deleted the image not long after she had posted, but nothing that mentions Beyonce that shared the in- to the internet disappears forever. And now seems the word may be out of a secret project. Um, I definitely would tell y'all it's probably a project in the can. I don't know what she thought she was going to come out here and be Charday and sell a bunch of records. She's, you know, and it didn't happen that way because she's a visual artist and she needs to get her ass out here. And shake that booty and start dancing. You know what you do, Beyonce. Do that. You know what you do. Okay. Put a little Chloe's album out for some bullshit. You know, make my love. You know, make my love. I'm doing it. She knows she needs to get the visual out, and that's all I got to say. Hey, I don't want to make the beehive mad. Okay. Kanye's already did enough of that for the week. <laughs> uh, okay. So uh, let's see what else we're going to talk about. Oh, what is it? Black Panther. Oh, so much to say about Black Panther, but I'm going to only try to say so much. Mostly hated it, but liked some parts. 
Let's start off with the absence and the death of Chadwick Boseman. I could tell this probably hit that franchise hard. Um, if you haven't seen Black Panther, you want to turn me down or go away right now because it is definitely about to be some spoilers. It's my kind of my review. I don't give film reviews. I give some film reviews, but, you know, they're not the perfect ones, but, you know, it's going to be some fuck, okay? All right, so Black Panther. The, the rumors were that Chad, they didn't know that Chadwick, the rumors were, I'm not sure, but the rumors were that they didn't know how sick Chadwick Boseman was, that they were expecting him back for two, even that he believed, allegedly, <clears throat> that he was going to come back for two, you know, and he was probably trying to keep hope alive, right? And that it wasn't till maybe two to three months before allegedly his death that they found out that no. And you can tell this franchise was hit with the absence of such a big character. And just Chadwick Boseman. It wasn't the character of T'Challa that was so big. It's just the energy of Chadwick Boseman. I mean, just a phenomenal actor. And it's very hard. You feel the absence immediately in the script. Um, I like their attempt attributes to him throughout the film. I really do. I hate Rihanna's song. I'm going to say that again. No, it's not that I don't, I hate the song. I hate her singing it. Say what I said. I know it went number one. I said what I said. me up. She sounded like uh, Blue Ivy when she was singing. What was Blue Ivy? Brown skin girl. <laughs> Let me stop. Oh, no. <laughs> I mean, let me just say this. I love, y'all know how I feel about Rihanna, too. It's like Jenny Jackson, okay? I I got a big crush. I love Rihanna, okay? But her, speaking of son, um, oh, shit. I got to talk about her her side. I'm going to talk about her, her what's the Victoria? Shit, Kinsey Savage, we'll talk about that in a minute. Her singing this song? No. You know what? I think a voice, a strange voice singing it like a, I know that's what they were hoping to do. I'm going to get that haunting sound, but to me, it just sounded like somebody that was really strange and singing. Huh? I mean, it's just, I, just, I would have preferred to hear like a beautiful voice like Corinne Bailey Ray. She has that weird, odd voice. And she, the way she rounds because she's British. Her words, oh, my gosh, she would have sang that song beautifully. And I I feel like Korean knows how to put a heart, like heartfelt thing to a song. She has this beautiful sound. Like, she has a, it's a, just a weird, odd, like, it's just, oh. You know, sometimes you don't have to have a huge voice like a Jennifer Hudson. You can just have this a different voice. Her or Rebecca Ferguson, the one who sings the Glitter and Gold song, she would have been great for it. Or 
uh, even um, I would have loved to, to tell you, I know if they paid Rihanna all that money, they could have raised Sharday up. Sharday would have sang the shit out of that, too, because she has this beautiful, like, haunting voice. But Rihanna's just like, Miss Mia. <laughs> I was like, when it came on, I just feel like crying. I was like, shut the fuck up. No offense, Rihanna. And this is cause it's not because I don't think you could see. I just don't think that song was flattering. My boo was only talking about, do you feel like crying when you hear? Uh, y'all know how I call Maxwell my bae, boo. He said, do you feel like crying when you hear a song? I was like, no. <laughs> he likes it. Maxwell was in love with you. He's promoting the shit out of this thing. I was like, oh, hell no. Listen, uh, let me just say this, okay? So I didn't like the song. I felt I did love the T'Challa funeral scene. I liked it, but I just, I felt like I could feel that Marvel was hit. And that they really didn't know what to do. You can see that all through the movie. It felt like like it didn't feel as tight as most Marvel movies. I know there's a lot of people who are walking away liking Black Panther. No, I felt like this, some of the writing, I felt like, ooh, ooh. I can feel that this was a complete loss. Uh, feeling in the writing, it felt like that the tributes to him were rushed. And here's the thing. Like, I felt like that it, the, where they should have had, like, we were talking about um, the virtual people, you know, with the name, the virtual Tupac and all that shit, virtual Whitney uses out that fucking crazy. You know, in this film, they actually had wrote so that I would have been more excited had they almost made him ghost-like. In terms of um, the character, like to, like the Black Panther not having an identity, I think they could have got away with it, with how they moved in this film. Any other time, I would say, "Fuck that, don't do that." But this time, I thought, like, if she would that that part when she was creating that DNA thing or whatever, and she recreated the thing. To me, it would have been more awesome if she had recreated like a protector that was the Black Panther but didn't have an idea, like you couldn't see him, but it was just the presence of Chadwick Boseman. I mean, the presence of T'Challa. Copying the movements, a great actor to do it and everything of him without saying anything. I didn't like her becoming Black Panther. She was holding too many roles, the smart girl and the uh, the back end. I was like, what the fuck? So I didn't like that. I could tell they were here. Um, Next, uh, I hated the script. Uh, Ethnos against Ethnos, we already got a lot of that bullshit, Marvel. And, you know, Marvel has a way of making the white white man stand on the side. The Americans in the CIA were sitting on the side chilling. Why they dug up the Mayans uh, and made them see people, and uh, which you know I guess they were trying to say they like the the Mexicans they put in the movies they had them playing Mayan, and and, and the see 
people was going against the Wakandans. And guess what? They had uh, vibranium, too. I'm like, what the fuck? Can't just black people have vibranium? Can't just black people have something by they damn self? We always got to share shit with people. I didn't like it. He's trying to, I felt like he was taken away from what you had created in Wakanda. Hold to that shit. No, 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 don't give it away. I didn't like it. I didn't like the ethnicity against ethnicity fight. It was all kind of little messages. Then the poor black girl who who was smart and stuff, they all after her. So one thing I got from the Marvel films is black people, they don't like these great. Black Americans, they don't like us. Wakanda was after her and uh, 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 and the uh, uh, the the Mexican people in the sea, uh, the Mayans they didn't dug up. Okay, I mean it was just a, I, it it was all over the place. Okay, and then killing off Angela Bassett. It's like that. Is that the end of the Black Americans in the film? I think so. It would be Patrick Postman who passed away, and Angela Bassett. I think those are besides a girl who was a black girl who I think was playing American Breaker. I think that would be it. And going back to this chick, I would rather uh, 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 Lapita have played Black Panther than her. For real. Lapita got the swag. Okay, Lapita, that's one thing Lapita got. Lapita got the swag. She got the swag to be Black Panther. Okay. But other than that, uh uh-uh. uh. Nope. I, I just felt, you know, I didn't like it. I didn't like the killing off of Angela Bassett, who carried the fucking film, most of the film. She carried that fucking film. Yes, Angela's overly intense, as you know. The other, you know, has a, she's always an overly intense actress. She's a great actress, but she's overly intense. You, you know, but she carried that film. She was the most interesting thing on the screen. Shit, I would let her to put on uh uh, 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 Black Panther suit and run around with her old ass. I, I would prefer to see, you know, she don't look old at all, but I would rather her. I didn't like the girls, Black Panther. I didn't like the end of the movie trying to bring T'Challa a child. But I just didn't like that whole because I see where Marvel's getting ready to go. Here's the thing. Y'all are overlooking, what's his name? I keep saying this, there is a black guy who could play be a black kid. Because I know they're wanting to recast. I know, you know, you can't recast Chadwick. But there is somebody in the energy of him. And they are overlooking casting directors I, uh, at Marvel. I don't know where you're at. Okay? But there is, what is that man's name? Uh, oh, if I can, he's been in movies here and there. Uh, oh, I cannot think of his name. He was just, yes, Tobias, Tobias, what is his name? Tobias Trevelyan. Trevelyan, I think how you say his name. Listen, y'all should be asking him to be the next Black Panther. Nobody can be Chadrick Boseman. Chadrick, I mean Chadrick. 
Patrick, but this dude, oh, my God, he got that same flow. I mean, like the same energy, like that kingly energy. This dude would make a great black. I feel like he got it. I feel like y'all need to go get him. Y'all need to beg him to be the next one. Now, But in a way, I'm thinking y'all should. Y'all should just stop the Black Panther franchise. Just, just lay it to rest. To Chala and his mama. Because it just sucks. There's too many messages that made the black, y'all, again, y'all was just black people. Then you had Killmonger Shore, which was my favorite part. I was like, oh, yeah. And it's just something, let me just say this. It's something about Michael B. Jordan when he shows up on screen in, in Black Panther. I don't see it in any other film. But in Black Panther with the braids and he had on that white, ooh, and he say, hey, I'm, he say, hey, cousin. I was like, oh, shit. I mean, he just, ooh, he does, like, damn. He, he, that role, he embodied that shit. Oh, my God. I was like, shit, bring him back. And, man, it'll be back then. Shit, I don't know what the fuck y'all do. Listen here. Y'all got to go somewhere. Because y'all look like y'all going nowhere. The strip, I hate the, the ocean people. I hate the fighting with y'all. They say, man. What was I trying to do? Mexican black war and leaving poor little black American in the middle of it? It was all kind of racial messages I felt going on. All kind of propaganda shit. Undercut. See, when, when you go sit down at a movie, I always know that you're being messaged. Just figure out what you're being messaged about. Even in a Marvel flick, you're being messaged. A message. Remember in my favorite movie, when the, me and my girlfriend met her, we used to watch Don't Be a Menace to Society when you just get deep in the head. We still we used to laugh our ass off of that. And our favorite part is when they were ever when they have a serious deep part and they come along with a sign that say message. <laughs> like they was letting you know that it was a message in the movie. That's all movies have them. All movies have a sense of propaganda. And listen, Marvel is no different. To me, uh Wakanda too is even more propagandish. Uh 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 Wakanda is the same close-up ass place, except for Lapita's hiding out in Haiti with the little old Wakanda, and you know, I, this it's, it's just so many. Uh, things there, and to bring when you bring the Mayan thing, ocean people in it, it just starts seeming like a fight of black people against. Man, he, I mean, it just seemed like crazy. Yeah. And then you tried to even them out with Wakanda. And I didn't like that. And then there was the, the people on the side with the CIA manipulating. I mean, there's so many messages in Wakanda that are not good messages. And the fact, you know, when he said they had the Killmonger coming back telling her, are you going to take care of business? Are you going to be like a dad? And then, you know, her mama's trying to make her be forgiven. War does not, listen, here's the thing. The message in there, too, is you can't be black and have some form of vengeance. As a black person, you got to have love and forgiveness. And I'm not against that because love and forgiveness is a powerful thing. We often make love and forgiveness look weak. Love and forgiveness also... Uh, uh, on uh, on the path of justice. 
and enact injustice. And sometimes enacting justice can seem vengeful. So I didn't like the message in the movie of trying to make her, you know, as a black parent, a little weak. Oh, now, I mean, you know, it was like, Bradley, you can't be, I mean, you can't enact justice the right way. You got to be kind of nice. I didn't like that shit because war sometimes does not call for nice. Sometimes it calls for mercy. Sometimes it doesn't. You have to choose your battle. There's a lot of propaganda. Black Americans, again, I say you're not liked. Black men killmonger, black men killmonger. We can't listen. To me, the, the idea of black Panthers, the black American male is dangerous. And now it's, it's, okay, it's, it's more so if he be put to death, okay, which is killmonger. And then you got the black American female. Oh, she's dangerous too. But we can let her live if she works with us. I saw all kind of just, you know, my propaganda is my, I felt there was a lot of propaganda. But I also feel it's the end for the franchise. Let it go. I ain't going to bring out another black fan. But please don't. Leave the all. Unless you're going to go get Tobias. Tobias. Is his name Tobias? What's his name? Shit. I don't know. But go get True Billions. Y'all need to ask him to be the black candidate because y'all lost right now. It's lost. It's the whole thing. It's just thing that I didn't like it. Lift me up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you know what? I do, you know, I thought they tried their best to do a beautiful dedication to Chadrick, but, you know, for the most part, to me, it just lacked some things. Uh, uh, some things lacked that. Um, that I mean, just it, it lacked heart. But if y'all go get this dude, y'all can re re rebrand the franchise. I think. And I wouldn't make him his son. I, I, I wouldn't make it his son. I, I, I would probably make it a twin brother, a lost brother, or something like that. Uh, dude, and then somebody, actually, people had that. Somebody said fans petitioned Marvel to keep Chadwick Boseman's uh, Black Panther character alive. Tobias Trevelyan believes he's down to take on the role. He would, he would, let me tell y'all, I am so, he is the dude that, I don't think he had to be King T'Challa, but a brother or something like that or something, he would be so much the energy, he's, he's the closest thing that I don't get to the energy of Chadrick. He, he's a lot like him. He, he carries a godly, I mean, like a kingly energy on screen. He, he had, and, and very few actors that have that Denzel has it. I mean, you know, there's some guys probably coming up at but the ones that Denzel's got that kingly presence when he uh, comes on the screen. Chadrick had it, and this guy has it too. He would be awesome. And to me, them not going to get him was crazy. I could tell they were lost. And I know they didn't want to offend the family of you know, his family, but uh, I think that could it would have been even more heartfelt had you created like a twin brother or a, not a twin brother or 
a brother, a little brother of the family or something, and him coming and that whole thing happening there, I think he would have even been more heartfelt. I felt that Marvel felt rushed in, in putting this project together. And, uh, yeah, I just could tell that. I, I mean, people are going to probably like it, but I wasn't into it. I was like, uh, no. Okay. I'm not into Black Panther anyway because I think it's a lot of propaganda. But if you're going to keep it going, I love Marvel. And if you're going to keep this going, uh, first of all, let black people have Wakanda and let black people have they, that titanium. Shit. Don't let nobody, they ain't got to share it with nobody else. Damn it. So they just be the most powerful if they going to be something. If you're going to play Wakanda, they, they always going to try to strip the black people. Yeah, you, you, you get some brown people under the sea that got it too. Oh, that's some bullshit. I was just like, oh, God. Yeah. This is stuff I just didn't like. It was like, you know, so it's... It, my thing is, if you're going to do it again, you know, take your time. And rest in peace to Chadrick. He was certainly missed. Oh, my God. It's hard. That, I mean, it's hard when you got such a big, powerful. Every time they show him on the screen, you realize in the, like, the tribute, like, shit, this film would have been so much better with his ass. I mean, you. I mean, you see the presence of him. Like, ooh, wow, that says a lot. That says a lot. But I say, if you want to keep it alive, you can't keep going with the little young girl. You don't have to go get Tobias. Now, uh, and, and listen to me on that, Marvel. You want to go get him? You don't have to go with fighting it. Just go and get him. You will keep it alive. Uh, let's talk about. We honor, uh, before I get in the shit, okay, just messing these little young kids out here. <laughs> Let's talk about Rihanna's, uh, 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 what's the fashion show? Is she like the new Victoria's Secret? Like, what is she? I, okay, was it Fenty Savage Fenty? Okay, I don't know who the fuck there are. a lot of people was on there. I just tuned in and watched Maxwell, okay? Maxwell looks so beautiful. Y'all like, oh, God, God I don't want you to know. Yeah, he looked really nice. I love that afro. I love the beginning, the animation that she used to introduce him in. But what I thought was dope, he did whenever, whatever, whatever. What, you know, what shit? What's the name of that song? Whatever, whenever. Right after the song, they moved the camera, glided over, and they was playing that Janet. What's that song? Dun, 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 dun. How much I missed you? I forget the song. Body miss you. What's the fun? Damn, that's one of my favorite Janet songs. Would you mind touching me? Oh, that was hot. That was sexy from whenever to whatever to right over into that Janet song. That shit was dope. It was really dope. The only thing I didn't like about it was the people in the Michael scene playing the harp and stuff. I was like, get that shit out of here. Because it just seemed like for the sake. But it, I, other than that, I love the whole look of the whole thing Deanna had going on. What did it remind me of? It was something I've seen like this before. What was it? It was seemed like she was it was she was born from it. Uh, what was it? I was like, this looks familiar. Was it Black Panther? Shit, I don't know. I can't remember. It was something I said it during when I was watching it. But yeah, I don't know whoever who, who else was on there. 
There was a couple other people on there. I, Taraji P. Henson was on there. I did love Johnny Depp walking through. I thought that was kind of wild. I was like, okay, that's cute, that's cute, that's cute. Uh, um, Taraji looked great. Uh, I think, what's the girl, Maury, the girl from Little Blackish. I don't know her name. She was on there. She's cute. She's grown up now. Um, who else? They had a lot of little celebrities. This is dude from Snowflake, uh, Snowfall. Shit, y'all know what I'm talking. I'm so bad with that. Snowfall. Uh, I also loved. Um, oh, what else? It was somebody else they had on. A couple, I think it was a couple of athletes. I loved the beginning of Rihanna. Oh, Rihanna is just so pretty. She just, she's just a doll baby on screen. I mean, you know, no matter what. Rihanna just brings a certain type of energy, I just think. She don't have to do a lot of dancing and moving a lot of – she's just a beautiful girl. I like her vibe. Uh, yeah, I liked it. I love Maxwell's appearance. Even though – I don't know, Maxwell always looks cold. Why are you always looking cold, Maxwell? What's, Maxwell was wearing jackets. I saw a video here the other day. He had on a coat, he had on a mask and gloves. I was like, I started laughing. But my friend was like, don't laugh because there's some people who really, you know, have to traumatized by COVID. I said, oh. <laughs> and I was like, his ass looked like he, go- he was inside. I mean, he had on a cat. He had on a mask. He had on gloves. I said, shit, his ass would be really traumatized because I, every time, even when I saw him, when I met him, he looked like he was cold. I'm like, is you cold or are you just traumatized by COVID? He wasn't that traumatized because he was out there shaking hands with people on stage where I went out at my show. <laughs> I'm still mad about that shit. I still want another meet and greet. I'm mad as him. He was out there shaking hands and was back there with plastic in between my shit. What's the plexiglass? It wasn't even plexiglass. It was plastic, whatever the shit that was, a plastic, whatever it was. I was like, uh-uh, is he shaking somebody's hand? No, you ain't shaking people's hands. When I just paid for the meet and greet and you had me in between the plastic, no, 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 no. <laughs> that made me want to boycott. I said, I won't be doing no more meet and greet shit when it's plastic up. Yeah, crazy. But I did love the... The whole look. I did, I, I mean, I like the black jacket, leather jacket, and all that. It's just cold, okay, and you're in the middle of the jungle. Maybe at night in the desert jungle. Maybe at night it's kind of cold in the jungle, right? Even though when they when they pants over to the other girls who were doing the dance of the Janet Jackson, they didn't look cold. They looked like it was hot out there. Maxwell was like he was in the winter. I said, is it cold in the jungle? But I did love it, okay? Love the look, love the set, okay? All right, so uh, what's next? We're going to talk about Cher out here. What's Cher doing? What's Cher out here in the street doing? I'm going to talk about it. Cher dating these young men. Listen, why don't, y'all don't be being mad when Diddy out here dating these old men. Diddy dating these young girls. There's a lot of old these old men that be dating these young girls. What's her name? Let me pull them up. Because y'all mad at Cher for getting her a young man at 76. She like, she. I'm not here in these streets. Y'all, y'all can be mad if y'all want to. Uh, let's see, let's see, pull it up. 
chair with her little young man. Um, okay. It says, a uh, couple of them confirmed 76-year-old chair claims, this is according to Boston.com, claims her 36-year-old boo, Alexander A.E. Edwards, haters are going to hate. <laughs> it says, Cher uh, knows you have questions about her headline making boo, who's 40 years her junior, and she's speaking out. Has previously reported the iconic senior 76 was recently spotted hand in hand. Cher was good, though, with Amber Rose's ex, Alexander Edwards. He up there trying to get a little check. Hey, man, I ain't mad at you, uh, Cher, being a sugar mama. The unlikely duo was at dinner at L.A. Hotspot Craig alongside Edward's best friend, Tigger. Uh, and now amid the relationship chatter, Cher's confirming that the music producer is indeed her new man while sitting down the haters. Uh-uh. On Sunday, November 6th, the lead singer press, uh, then on a photo of Edwards and she captioned Alexander with her heart emotions. That was then, this is now, she added. She then went on to engage her fans who had numerous questions. Cher confirmed that she and Edwards were a couple and used the crown emotion to confirm that he treats her like a queen. Um, I'm not defending us, she tweeted. Haters gonna hate. Doesn't matter that, that not bothering anyone. Love doesn't know, man, she added in a deleted tweet. Chair, yeah, I like. Listen, at seventy six, if you want to play them games, you know, I'm, you know, hey, you know, you can play them games, sis. I ain't mad. These old men be out here playing them games. <laughs> they do. Look at Diddy. How old is Miami? You know, young Miami on the check. But then he's still kind of a little young, but active. But listen, I mean, compared, I mean, a lot of the, like the old men, these little girls be 21 and 22, some of them be 41, 45. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what happened when I was young, okay, when I was dating. Because I had a lot of the older dudes trying to talk to me, okay? So I did date one dude, okay? He was like in his, like I was probably like 21, 22. He was like 40, 38. Maybe thirty between thirty eight and forty. No, he's forty something. He's forty one or something like that. At first it was weird. I was kinda of like mm. I still was weirded out. <laughs> no matter how youthful, right? But what weirded me out was when he bought bought pictures to me of his kids and he wanted me his kids and his kids was it like his two kids, his son and daughter, was like only like three to four years difference from me? Oh, no, shit. <laughs> I don't feel no. And I know the men's fear hates to hear this because the men's fear thinks that, you know, because men can have children longer, it makes them more valuable to younger women. It's, younger women are still thinking the same thing. Kind of like, I mean, not always. You're just thinking, I mean, there are good-looking older men out here. Don't get me wrong, okay? But it's like, you know, you still have it. If you're a young girl, you're still in your head like, he's kind of old. It's like the Stevie Dan song, my favorite Stevie Dan song. 
hey, 19, we can't dance tonight. You know, it's like, hey, 19, where? That's Rita Franklin. She don't know the queen of soul. So, have you ever heard of hey, 19? That's what it reminds me of. Well, we, this is Cher, too. Hey, 19. Okay. Hey, Cher, you done lived a whole full-ass fucking life. <laughs> you were smart. You were 40 when his ass was born. You really think this shit's real. Hey, well, go and get it how you get it. Get it how you meant it. I ain't mad at you, Cher. Do what you got to do. Okay. I don't know what you doing up there. I don't know how too much twisting and stuff going on right now. <laughs> Ooh, I had a girlfriend one time, okay? True story. <laughs> she's listening right. She's like, shut your ass up. No, it's true. Everybody people do it. She, it was this older, older, older baseball legend, okay? She was old, okay? She was old. She's very pretty, you know, lady. And I happened to be at the time reading a story, reading a book about the, the Negro League. <laughs> And so she was dating him at the time that she was going to all these dinners and shit with him and everything. And I said, she called me up one night when she was telling they had just come back from the dinner and we were talking. And I said, oh, my God, I just read about him in my book. And she was like, yeah. I said, like, he was like 40 in 1955. <laughs> he was like, oh, no. I said, I know y'all ain't doing nothing, but. Uh, 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 rub it up against each other. <laughs> oh, my God. Whole night. She's on the phone crying because I'm having her laughing. I'm like, I know you ain't, I know y'all ain't doing nothing, baby. <laughs> I said, you ain't got to do much. Do what you got to do. <laughs> I mean, she's going to all the little parties, the big parties around town and everything. I was, you know, doing all that shit, being the perfect hostess with his old ass. I said, she, get it how you live. Got to do what you got to do. You meet a whole lot of people out there with his ass. And she was meeting all kind of with people. But I was like, I know you ain't doing that. <laughs> but it was funny. I said, he was like 40 in 1955. She was laughing her ass. She's like, oh, my God, shut up. I was like, but I wasn't mad at her because I understood the Steve's. You know what I'm saying? I understood what was going on. And he was old. He was like in his 80s or something like that. But he, looked, he was a good-looking old man. He wasn't no ugly old man. You know what I'm saying? He was, a, and he, he was, in, he was in his prime, he was a man. And he still was a man, has an old man. But you know they was shit wasn't going on. Shit, I was like, you gonna put his old ass if he gives old ass a heart attack. So don't be too. But she was going to all the. She really was more so at that age a companion. Okay. And so for sure, I'm thinking Alexander's probably more a companion. Right? <laughs> I gotta This show's a mess. You know, Cher is beautiful, okay? But I'm thinking that Alexander companion. Ain't that good, I mean. Ain't that good. 
Even though, you know, when I'm 70, I wouldn't be flipping it. I might not be flipping it in the <laughs> Let me shut up. This show is crazy. <laughs> What's she going to do with Sir Alexander 36? Who shares think she's fooling out in these streets? Who shares ass think she's fooling? Maybe she has a vision. I don't know. It's so cute because I go to school with a lot of younger guys. And sometimes younger guys can come on to you. I mean, they like, really? And I'd be like, do you understand? Like, not only am I taking, but do you understand? Like, I'm old enough to be your mom. <laughs> I'm t- the new school kids, for real, they they be really trying. These little young boys be trying. They be trying, especially if you were, you know, you you, you still kind of fine. They be up. And me and my girlfriend, we was having this discussion the other day. He was like, shit, you know. He was like, Cause I had this one time, this boy, young boy, when I was like in my 30, I was before before I was in. I was in my thirties. I said, "Shit, he was beautiful. He was, he was trying to holler." I was like, "Whoa, kid!" I mean, he was beautiful though. I mean, like probably like maybe it's like maybe age, age different, sixteen years difference or something like that. He was trying to pow that shit. Um, he was like, "I, you know, I got it going on. You know, I'm getting ready to be. You know, he was like, like." Doing major like he's a doing major artwork and stuff like that. He's an artist, beautiful. I mean, he was trying. He didn't get fucked. That was like sixteen, fifteen. Just didn't care. These little young boys, they on something else. I don't know what y'all be. <laughs> they be talking about women hitting the wall. No, these little young boys out here be trying to. They be trying to. They be trying to get it. They, they be trying to mess. They be really trying. <laughs> Keeps to me is funny. So me and my girlfriend was having this discussion. He's like, "Would you date younger if you were single?" I said, "Shh, I wouldn't take it if they asked it seriously." <laughs> I mean, you know, Sharon can't be taking Alexander seriously. I mean, really, you know, she. I mean, you can't be taking it seriously. And she going and she having some real fun or something like that. Okay, yeah, but her and Madonna, they can't be. Serious. You can't take nobody seriously, you know, because, you know, especially if they don't have children and stuff. That's what Demi Moore, you know, think about Demi Moore. Demi Moore is, uh, Demi Moore, you tough, okay, just, I mean, her feature. Demi Moore is just a beautiful lady. But I knew that Demi, no matter how beautiful she was, that Ashton Kutcher, if she could not deliver children, He's a young man, and it's not that I don't think he loved, didn't love her. I think he did. I think that, and I think she said she tried to have care or something like that. But, you know, if she could not deliver children, sometimes it's hard on a young man to ask him to be there in that relationship. And then you can see the imbalance of the maturity 
of Demi Moore and Ashton Kutcher. Like, when they be in interviews, I could tell. I was like, do you got mommy issues? I mean, you could tell, you know. And with the older men thing, it's there too, you know, except for older men can get away with it a little bit more because they could still be fertile. They could still produce children and stuff. So, but older men can get away with a lot of things financially more so than women. Uh, But with older men, you kind of see a father dynamic playing out to stuff like that. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, I would just advise Cher to not take it seriously. Have fun with it. You know, and I'm pretty sure she is. Has Cher taken any, Cher has had relationships, but Cher was like a player. You know what I'm saying? And she's going to be playing until she dies. You know what I'm saying? So that's just, you know, it is what it is. Like some men are players. You know? I think that about my daddy. I said, my daddy, he's an old school, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, you know, he's just trying to have things like, probably like my daddy's really a player, you know. Papa was a father. I love my daddy, but he, he is what he is. <laughs> so sometimes people, you know, so that's what I feel like she is. She's a player. It is what he, you know, Madonna, player. Play on player. Do what you got to do. I just say you can't take that seriously. When she should wish to me, her looking for younger for her should be sixty. <laughs> Sixty five. You know what I'm saying? I don't know, you know? I don't know how I feel about here running around here with this dude. Oh my goodness. Let's talk about a co a founder Palmer Lucky created a VR headset that kills you if you die in a game. Oh, Jesus. This is from Gizmodo.com. It says, it's an old trope in a lot of dumb sci-fi movies that involve virtual reality. You die in the game. You die in real life. In said movies, characters get trapped in a digital simulation or a video game and must pay play for their lives. If their avatar perishes, so do they. Well, it appears that someone has actually wheeled this trope into reality. That is, someone created a VR headset that literally kills you if you lose a video game. Fun, right? Says this creator is not just any old someone, but Palmer Lucky, the 30-year-old virtual reality wonder child, defense contractor, Trump funder, co-founder of Arcolis, and the VR firm Facebook bought in 2014 for $2.3 Lucky dropped a blog post Sunday explaining how his weird new hairstyle, which he claims is mostly a piece of office art for now, and included a picture of it as well. Um, he says, yes, this thing will actually end your life. More specifically, it's rigged with bombs so that your head will explode. In his blog post, Lucky explains that his lethal new contraption is supposed to work. How it's supposed to work. I use three of explosive of the explosive charge modules I usually use for different projects, trying them to a narrow-hand photosensor that can detect when the screen flashes red or specific frequency, making game-over integration on the part of the developer very easy. When an appropriate game-over screen is displayed, the charge is fired, instantly destroying the brain of the user. In other words, Lucky was basically brought to, uh, to life the plot of the sword art. 
online, the nerdy uh, anime webcomic from the mid-2000s uh, in which characters done, uh, done a thing called Nerd Gear that perfectly recreates using a direct neutral interface that is also capable of killing the user. In the comic, a cadre of characters are dropped into a matrix-like world by a mad scientist and are forced to endure a death game where the stakes of the gameplay are pegged to their own mortality. Lucky says this was a major inspiration behind this project. To him, a game that can actually kill you is a very exciting idea. <clears throat> says right. Well, there's certainly an interesting concept, though some might argue that the pleasure of gaming actually derives from being able to simulate death-defying scenarios and not have your head exposed. Right, this is crazy. The world is mad. The world is nutty as a fruitcake. And, you know, don't nobody want to be dropped to see this kind of shit that you need to stop people from making. Now, I ain't, why do you want to make a game that explodes my head if I don't if I don't win? That's just some crazy shit. This is crazy shit. We crazy. We crazy. It's gonna be food buying game. If he ever make it, if he ever put it out there, they gonna have to stop. It might be food playing this game underground, trying to kill himself. It's just crazy. Don't play this game, kids. Don't play. If he ever puts it out here, don't play. Lord Jesus, what's wrong with people? People have lost their minds. We are at the end. It's the end times. Y'all crazy. Real cray-cray. Good, uh, uh, actual game that blows up somebody's head. There's no reason. There's no reason. No reason. All right, that's my last story. You know, I was going to read this Epstein victim thing. John Epstein victim said she may have made a mistake in accusing Dershowitz. She might have. Y'all must wonder that means why. It says, just according to MSN.com, it says, uh, Virginia Gulfie, a victim of Jeffrey Epstein, who for years maintained the law professor Alan Dershowitz had sexually assaulted her when she was a teenager. Teenager settled a defamation lawsuit against Mr. Jurowicz on Tuesday and said that she might have made a mistake in accusing him. Now she settled, listen to this, a defamation lawsuit. Okay, I probably don't believe this. In a joint statement announcing the settlement, Mr. Gustav, I have long believed that I was trafficked by Epstein to Alan Dershowitz. However, I was very young at the time. It was a very stressful and traumatic environment. And Mr. Dershowitz has, from the beginning, consistently denied those allegations. I now recognize I may have made a mistake in identifying Mr. Dershowitz, her statement said. The joint statement announced the end of litigation between Mrs. Gulfrey and Mr. Dershowitz, who had sued her, as well as two other lawsuits between Mr. Dershowitz and the lawyer, David Bolt, that stemmed from Mr. Gulfrey's accusations. Interesting. So basically, after she sued and got a it sounds like a settlement. Then uh, suddenly, I was wondering, I may not. This it might not have happened. Did you pay her? That's crazy. If you did, because now she's saying it may not have happened. It's just crazy. Because Mr. Duffy had had seen Mr. Dershowitz on the ground that he had made defamatory statements about her after his accusations. Her lawyers were not comment on the statement but confirmed the settlement had been reached. 
a document confirming that Mr. Gulf had agreed to dismiss her case was filed in the U.S. District in Manhattan Tuesday afternoon. She had suffered much at the hands of Jeffrey Epstein, and I'm committed to work on combating evil or sex trafficking, Mr. George said of Ms. Gulfie in his own statement. Uh, after Mr. Boyce, who arrested, was was representing Mr. Uh, Gulfie, oh, wait a minute, it says, and Mr. Boyce, who has represented Mr. Gulfie, do not, though not in his, this matter, says the time has come to, to end this litigation, and that Mr. Dershowitz has suffered greatly from the allegation of sexual abuse made against him, an allegation that he was consistently and vehemently denied. <clears throat> this is interesting. Okay, he paid her, yet he's saying that he didn't have anything to do with it, and now she's saying that it may not have been him after she got her settlement. That's some wild shit. Sounds kind of crazy to me. Weird. Now, did he do it? I mean, it's just weird. That's just strange. So after she gets her settlement, suddenly it's, well, it may not have been him. I may have been mistaken. I was young. I just think check came. Cha-ching. So I'm going to leave that alone. Okay, I've avoided talking about this couple, and I'm going to end it with this. Christian Rock says she lied about Blueface beating her up, and she was having a mental breakdown. Okay, uh, she says, sorry, guys, I had a mental breakdown, bad trip with the liquor, trying to jump out of a moving car on the freeway. I'll be working on my mental health and liquor habits. Uh, this is according to MSN.com. It says, Christian Rock has spent the past few years being one of social media's most discussed stars. In 2000s, uh, there was a trend of people becoming famous for no reason due to reality TV. Nowadays, there are people doing the same just via social media. Unfortunately, Christian Rock is getting famous for a healthy romance with Blueface. Christian Rock is known for getting into a high-profile fight in the two years she's been uh, she's been known. In addition, she is participating in the Baddies reality show on Zee's Network. As a result, Christian sees, sees her names on Twitter daily on a daily basis again it's unfortunate that her name is never associated with anything positive uh let me see what so much time we got to so i can get into this child yeah so this is um okay it says um christian Rock began trending over the weekend when she went live on instagram and her video rock showed her swollen and blue face when she spoke on the christian said that blue face is just to her as a result, the social media uh, came for Blueface in a major way. In an attempt to cancel him, now only days later, she's back on Instagram. This time, she was denying Blueface ever put hands on her. Instead, she said she was going through a mental breakdown. <sighs> Let me just say this, okay, because I've been watching Christian and Blueface. Ain't Blueface the one that said he was a fucker? We talked about it on this show before. Okay. Listen, um... I will say this to social media people. This is a young lady who I said that sometimes you get a hold to the wrong bit. No, 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 no. Young lady, you need to have the serious conversation. We're going to end the conversation. We're going to end the show tonight with the serious conversation. I stayed on. I thought I was going to have a short show, but I ended up not having a short show. This is a, it's a word moment right here, okay? Sometimes some dick is 
too powerful, and it will break your mind. No, 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 that. No, 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 no. No, some, some fire, some dick will meet you at the door. Like, you'll feel it. Like, you're walking the door, you're like, ooh, you can feel the energy. You're like, oh, no, 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 no. I remember I used to love when Alexis K. Tyler used to come on the show, and she used to talk about uh, vagina power, and she talked about how some men have penis power. Like, they, they just got, they can, they can grab you up before you even, they got you messed up before you even go there, okay? Christians done have something that done broke my mind. Ain't nothing y'all can do but pray, okay? This is the grow and develop and, 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 and you know, I haven't met women who ain't never came out of this day. I mean, they've been broke forever, you know? Because sometimes you just get a, wrong, a hold to a penis that is just too strong for your mind. Ask how aunties, aunties and mamas and grandmothers, they tell you. That ain't why I'm not you. You got to be careful, girl, that it don't break your mind. There's some stuff out here to break your mind. You ain't even have to have sex. You can feel them coming in the door. You can feel big, big energy coming in the door. Oh, I keep it real on this show. Careful. Watch your mind. And especially if he's saying he went around here talking about he a fuck. And I think that was Blueface ever seeing it. Oh, Lord. That means he got other spirits on him. Oh, Lord, child. What's the suck of this? What's the other one called? Oh, Lord. It's probably all over. Yeah, this child. Just pray for Christians. She's she going to be all right. Just pray because ain't nothing you can say. If you're a friend, ain't nothing you can say. You're a friend, tell my girl, you deserve that and shit. Just pray. Don't even tell her. She'd be like, just say, girl, you mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shake your hand. You go, oh, girl, that's messed up. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Ain't nothing you can say. I just had this discussion with y'all on here before like this. It's some things that will break your mind. Some sexual energies that you should not interact with so that you can keep stable in your head, <laughs> Years ago, I had a show here, like a dick about digmatizing, and I talked about the type of people that can, that have that kind of energy. You know what I'm saying? That be making you go crazy. Like you remember in Tyler Perry's Temptation, me and my friends, we always love. We, we always talk about Tyler Perry's Temptation movie when the girl coming out the club and her husband's out there and she's like walking with the dude and she's like, "We we gonna be together. We 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 gonna pay for counseling for you." <laughs> That's our favorite line. We go. The, the penis was so good. She's like, I, you know, she, I'm sorry about this, but we got to pay the counsel for you. I can't leave. I'm strung out. <laughs> hey, that's what it. Hey, ladies, there's some stuff out here like that, and I try to tell you, young girls, because you gotta know. You don't want your mind to break. That's what's going on with us. Christian, her mind is it's hardcore right now. Okay? Just pray for that baby. I didn't even want to talk in a relationship because I knew when I saw her, 
I saw them have one day having a quick, uh, I think, a conversation with each other on IG Live. And I think she was talking about a baby or something. But his face looking at her, he knew. He was just, you could see, he was just like, damn. Like, damn, I got her like this. Damn. He was even amazed. I kind of fucked it up. Like, I, damn. He was looking amazed. She didn't even see it. But he was looking like he just listened to her talk. But you could see he was like, damn, I don't put it on. Okay. Keep your mind. Protect your mind. Okay, girls? Protect your mind. That's how I'm going to end the show today. When you see her on the internet, just be like, okay, this is a warning for me. Make sure I don't get tangled up. Because toxicity can be good. You know, sometimes toxicity with good penis, oh, it'll make you cool. Oh, you even lose your mind. You'll break. Your whole mind will break. I know women, ain't, like I said, they ain't recovered. You, y'all, the, the toxic, some people are addicted to the toxicity and the, you know what I'm saying? And you be saying stuff like, mm, I can't, listen, 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 what, um, you be like, uh, what's the, um, uh, I know our other favorite, one of my other favorite scenes from when you sparkle, when she, when she in there and she, she met the man that messed her and she like, she seen giving them something she could see on them drugs and giving them something, she all messed up on the drugs. I said, he done fucked her up. And she said, he gonna, he gonna drag your soul to the gutter. With her mama say that line in there, he gonna take you to the gutter or whatever she say. I said, oh yeah, he gonna take her to the gutter. She had me go. He was seeing, giving him something he could feel. She was told her she's gone. When no coming back. Next thing you know, she's in the cast. It's so good it killed her. Be careful, like fellas, you gotta be careful too. But ladies, be careful. This is for you tonight. Watch Sparkle. And what's the other movie I seen? Temptation. Mm. It's some stuff out here that messed you up. Mm. But it'd be so good you'd be wanting to try it. You're like, ooh, I need to try it. But girl, I'm wondering why it's calling out to you so loud. Y'all want me Christian up in this joint? Oh, now, let me go. This show's a mess. Y'all, thank you for hanging out with me like you do every week. I'm sorry I haven't been having them consistently, the show consistently, but y'all, I'm gonna, I'm going to try to come back on to Saturday during the day. We'll do that. I'm going to do that. We're going to get... We're going to get there, okay? But thank you guys for hanging out with me. Remember, you can hit me up on uh, – well, I'll tell y'all that when I get after the uh, thing, uh, after the break, okay, where y'all can hit me up. But we're going to leave today with uh, one of my old school favorites, uh, Gotta Get You Home. It's the CC Show. I'm Carlotta. I'll see y'all. Peace. <laughs> oh, that's not the right one. Oops, that wasn't it. Okay. I don't think I, okay, I got it. Yes.
glad to get you home with me tonight. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, oh, that wasn't a good song to play after that. <laughs> uh, well, listen, uh, if you listen to the sound of my voice, you're listening to the archive. So remember, you can hit me up on the Carlotta Tablet Facebook page. That's where you can message me. Uh, you can comment on some of the articles. You can also hit me up on C Chatwood Show on Twitter. Carlotta72 Twitter, and also Carly's underscore Galaxy on Instagram, okay? Y'all, I got to go to sleep. Am I going to sleep yet? I got to, though. I got to go to sleep. But I will see y'all. Have a good one. I hope y'all enjoyed the show, okay? I'm out. Bye, y'all. Have a good one. See you. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.